Welcome to episode 44 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey. Joined again today, as always, David Becker. Um, hi. And Aaron Hahn. Hello. How are you guys today? I was uh, doing okay, but now this odd turn of events happened. Yeah. Now, I'm mad. I'm mad, guys. Why? Because oh, oh, Beauty and the Beast made $170 million on its opening weekend. <laughs> I can't I give mean, a shit. Did you not expect that to happen? I mean, I, I, I quoted That's this as I came exactly home. exactly what I, I said to him, David. I was I, like, we all knew this was coming. I, yeah, I knew it was coming. I'm just mad now that it's here. It's like Trump. It's like I was upset, but now I'm even more upset. Um, but, no, I equated... Uh, Beauty and the Beast's success to if my cat were to just crap all over our floor and then we're like, here you go. Here's 170 million treats for doing that. There you go. You're a good boy. Well, well Rocky, Rocky is a phenomenal cat. So, phenomenal so the cat. ratio of treats to dollars is one to one. It That's is. actually quite impressive. It is. Dude, you wow. need to, dude, I would, I'm going to invest all my money you gotta into buy cat stock treats. treats. You gotta buy stock and treats, man. <laughs> Guys, this forget, is, I feel like, I feel like when you market. buy treats in the store, you're, you're you're paying way less than a dollar per treat. So you know, but but there seems like a very unsustainable economic system no, you got it's, going it's, here. It's, we have a self-sustaining economy. Patty's bucks. <laughs> it's uh, it's perfect. <laughs> guys, this is reboot already underway. I'm one of your hosts. Oh, we already did this. But guys, this is the week. This is the week. This is the show where, of course, we go through. We talk about. Uh, of one main topic, then we kind of break it down. We talk a little bit about upcoming movies of the week. We talk about what, are we, what we've been watching. We have a rotating segment. Of course, right now we're doing the Netflix, Netflix Book Club. This week we're going to be talking a little bit about Barton Fink. Uh, then we do Bad Movie of the Week and Fault in Your Stars. But guys, first, it's the main topic. A little film, a little film, a little uh, a topic that I want to talk about. What movies and TV shows traumatized you as a child so many good things all happening for you all for you norman Check inside. it's a wild come on right on the magic school bus like what moments from them because yeah you should be more specific because when, when you read when i read it i'm like I'm, a whole movie has never terrorized me besides fantastic four um <laughs> Like the new one, or yeah, I yeah, was, it was a very it, traumatic it traumatized me. I'm like, how did this like, get made? Um, no, made I, me question but, everything but, but, I thought I knew about reality and yeah. how movies get made yeah. and get past studios' heads and whatever. No, um, no, but we're we're being specific, guys, in like a scene within a, scene, a movie, a scene correct? of the movie. Okay, and the reason this Good. this came to mind um, was because um, when we talked about Kong Skull Island a few weeks back. Um, I mentioned that as a child, I was terrified of monkeys. And I'm going to tell you guys why I was terrified of monkeys as a child. Uh, we're going to get into this. Um, so, uh, do you guys know Babe? The movie Babe about the pig? With the pig, yeah. Yeah. There's a monkey okay. in that, right? Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I'm not entirely sure if this is a made-up memory or if this is an actual thing that happens in this movie. But I've equated the the dvd box for babe or it was vhs probably at the time with sheer terror um 
because at some point in this movie, oh, it's like a, it's a pig movie or whatever. Oh, this pig's talking and this, the pig talks, right? I don't know. Uh, yes, I think so. Keep the ball. It, it's like, okay, it doesn't like actually sure. talk, but it's like in its mind or whatever. And, uh. It can, I think it can talk to the other animals, but right. not the people. Or, right. Because this is isn't that, the bee is that, movie. Or is it, or is this Charlotte Webb? <laughs> no, I mean, this isn't Charlotte Webb. There's Webb's. a lot of. Um, so for some reason there's a monkey and. Again, haven't watched this film since it terrorized me as a child, but I think there is a moment where the monkey gets dressed in like dress-up clothes, like a like a dress and like a tiara or whatever. And the pig's walking down the hallway. It sees the monkey. And it comes around the corner and it startles the pig, and the pig starts screaming. Babe, babe starts screaming. And for some reason, in my mind, it's supposed to be like a comedic moment, but in my mind, I equated that pig's terror with like my terror so i was terrified as that pig i'm like man monkey shouldn't be sneaking up and if i remember correctly i was sitting in the room i'm sitting in now ran all the way to the other end of the house like crying bloody murder that this stupid monkey just dressed up in clothes and was for some reason just walking around like that was the sheer terror that i felt and ever since not ever since i mean i've gotten over it now but i i've been terrified of monkeys um, so Planet of the Apes, man, just looking at that, I was like, no, no. As a kid, I'm like, no, I don't want to do anything with that. Um, but yeah, what, what, what has terrorized you guys? We don't really have like set numbers. We're just going to have a general conversation. Is there anything else from that that is completely irrational that isn't supposed to be scary that terrified you? Well, well, kind of, it, it wasn't. Supposed to be this traumatizing for anyone. Okay. But he was, he was a villain, so, you know, it's, okay. it's slightly more understandable. It's different. I but, think the monkey was a villain, uh, too, to be clear. Nah. No? When I don't I, The villain was the person who probably killed Babe. <laughs> the farmer. <laughs> farmer Jeb. The farmer. farmer Spoilers Jeb. for Babe. I don't know. Anyway, who, what are we talking about here, Aaron? So, we're talking about a little film called uh, Toy Story 2. Oh, my God. Emperor Zerg <laughs> was so terrifying that no. I had to hide under yeah. my seat oh, for like half the bad. picture when bad. I saw it in theaters. Wow. Emperor and I Zerg. don't know why he no, was yeah. so terrifying. Well, Zerg is even like a comedic character by I know, the end. Like, watching it now as an adult, I'm like, he becomes like a hero at the end. Yeah. Like, he's, su- he's such an idiot, and then he yeah, isn't he like Buzz Light- just... He's like Buzz Lightyear's dad as yeah. well, isn't he? I'm gonna play yeah, catch with like my that. dad. <laughs> Good job, son. <laughs> yeah! One of yo, the best go scenes long, in Pixar long. ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Zerg, really. What what scared him so much? What, what scared you so I, much about I him? I don't know. It must have just been like the... The, the design of the character, maybe yeah. you know, you got like all your, you got your, like all your horns and your yeah. big like mouth, and you got your cave the voice. color scheme and everything. Maybe maybe it was the, it, voice, the voice or could whatever. Do it too. But, and it's also that scene where like he corners Buzz and he puts the gun to his head or whatever, and he's like, "No, I am your father." It's a dark scene. <laughs> so I'm like, "Maybe." But it, it's weird it. because so many people will point to like the first Toy Story. They'll be like, "Oh, Sid's toys," when yeah. they're all just like the weird heads on the weird bodies. That's what's traumatized. I'm like, "No, that's that stuff was fine." Yeah. But for whatever reason, it's Zerg. He's yeah. like, he comes out. 
I was cowering. I don't know. I don't know why. Now with the same thing where like even like the 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 VHS case for Babe will still make me kind of like eh, like I don't want to look at that. Is it still like when you're watching Toy Story where you're like you get at least a little bit of a tremor like oh like uh, or no nothing like it's that. It's like basically the one moment where like they're they've just gone into the they they've just escaped from like the toy store or whatever. Yeah. And like Zerg like emerges from like oh, the package of the yeah. toys or whatever, and he just like stares out them. Like that moment, I always think back to when I was yeah. terrified because I think that, that was the moment that made me like cower. <laughs> there must be something like just in our brains that must have happened somehow, but like where we just like have this residual kind of fear, where like. Even if something isn't scary to us anymore, certain images will, like, bring it back a little bit. So that's interesting. That's really interesting. I don't know. David, do you get anything else kind of like the, the monkey or the uh, or the Zerg? Or... I mean, my I think my your, both of your guys' was interesting. I've... Dude, I'm a wimp. I have always been a wimp. So obviously a freaking monkey's going to be. Mine was in Spider-Man 1. Spider-Man 1, okay. <laughs> Oh, like man, the OG, no. the OG Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. Now, now the scene, like it was having to do with uh, Osborne, Osborne and the Green Goblin, but mm. but not like just like the Goblin, but it's when he like is it the gas, it, or like I remember they like strap him like the dag, like yeah, like the whole the whole gas, the Goblin gas like chamber thing. Or yeah, whatever. that, that uh, yeah. one. He gets strapped in and he, and he just starts violently shaking. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why, but I, I forget how I haven't seen this in years. But I just remember that, like I was like, "No, well, it come out in two thousand two. Oh I boy, think. one I think. I think it was one. No, I think it was two because they had to like edit out the Twin Towers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that would have been. That's right. That would have been two thousand two then. Yeah. Yeah, but just his like he's violently shaking. I'm like, no, no, this shouldn't be happening. Like. Uh, like that's real weird. I don't know why, but just something about that like scene. But like you know, the goblin flying around like that didn't freak me out. But just like the scene of, and then him awkwardly screaming like I don't know. Yeah, I was he young talks and to himself and all that. And because... Willem Dafoe is he's a already creepy a man demon. sometimes. He's already a demon. <laughs> I love you, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> um, but that is like a different kind of thing where it's like that is intended to be unsettling and intended to be at least a little scary. Um, which leads me to my next one, um, which was, it's this thing where it's like, it is scary, but like any adult will be like, that's just unnerving. But as a kid, if you watch it, you're going to be like losing, losing all, all your mind and all that. Um, but this is back to a time I was probably, you know, six, maybe seven or something like that. But you're probably just playing with action figures in my room. Uh, My dad's watching a movie. Let me go see what he's watching. Um, and so the TV was set up to where I could see it from the other room, kind of, so I was just peeking behind the wall, kind of watching, and, uh, it was the scene in Jurassic Park. (laughs) Was it the spitting scene? The spinning scene. The spit, like, spitting. Oh, spitting, no, 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 it was the scene, of course, this is, like, horrible timing for me as a kid, um, where the T-Rex, where it's like, done done like how did i come in at that exact moment i'll have no clue but um might be a reason why it's one of my favorite scenes of all time now just because it's still again that residual fear um 
but yeah, I just remember being terrified because that little girl screams so like so real, and it's like the dinosaurs coming in trying to eat them. I'm like, this is way too much for a six year old. They should not be seeing this. Um, yeah, that's just one that that freaked me out, and uh, it's one of those memories, one of those repressed memories, but like a good repressed memory. It's not like a like a bad one. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop talking. Aaron, do you have one kind of like our, our Green Goblin or, or the or the T Rex or where where it's intentionally unsettling? Yeah, but like as a well, kid, like you like like here's the thing: there's another moment from a film or a TV show or something that traumatized me, but I don't know what film or TV show it is. Oh, so like I'm just. Because, okay. like, the thing is, like, this is just one of those things where you're, like, flipping through channels. Yeah. And everything. Uh-huh. And you're, you're just, like, a kid. You're flipping through channels. And you accidentally <laughs> land on, like, the wrong channel oh, for, like, yeah. Dude, 30 seconds or whatever. That was the worst. Yeah. And okay. So I so don't, what was the scene? I, Do you remember the scene? I've been searching for this film for so long, but I don't know, like, what <laughs> maybe, to search for to find it. Dude, but basically the, what happened is, like. listeners can help. Maybe they can help they find were, it. There was like this. It, it took place in like a boarding school or something, and then like oh, this, this young this young kid <laughs> was like, this young boy was like bullying this girl or whatever and something, and then like, I don't know what happened, but at some point like she just like starts staring at him, and then like she like forces him to like climb out over the railing of, like, a large stairwell or something and throw himself off, like, in death. And, like, that was the only, like, clip of this film I've seen. So I don't know, like, what the girl's deal is. Like, I don't know what her powers are or whatever. If she's, like, a demon or something. But it just, like, traumatized me because, like, this kid is, like... You know, he's, like, pleading with her, like, to not let him go. Like, not oh make him God, do this. Yeah. But, like, she just pulls him out. That's, that is messed up. I need to know this movie now. What is this? I don't know what to search for to find it. But... Yeah. So... Because it, it's, like, some kind of, like, omen ripoff or something. It must be, but... Yeah. Uh, that, it reminds me a lot of a scene in Ouija Origin of Evil. Where she looks at the kid and he shoots himself in the face with the, uh, the slingshot. So I right, know, right, something like that. We're gonna but... have to find this because we need to make you confront your fear. This is the thing you can't even you can't even. Yeah, I, I feel like fear. the thing is, if I watch, if I find this film and I yeah. watch it now at this point, it's not gonna be terrifying at all. Like but, it's probably gonna be like a really horrible horror movie. Probably, but yeah. But just watching that thirty seconds as a child with that implication of just like being forced to do something against your will. Yeah. It's terrifying. As, as all of these movies before have been, we've seen them several times. We've been able to confront these fears, overcome them. Now, you have seen this once and have never been able to confront it. So what if you go back and this is like the most horrifying thing you've ever seen because it's just like... Oh, I haven't seen Spider-Man 1 since. Oh, really? Wow. And I own it. It's just like, I'm, it's like do I really want to... Because like, I remember like the movie like, like everything, I was like, do I really want to see this movie? It's like, eh, there's other things I can watch, and then yeah. I move on. It's literally the same conversation I have. Like, I pick it up, I look at it, I'm like, this is a pretty good movie. I was like, but there's better. Yeah, so, yeah. that's literally what it David, is. You, you gotta watch it. You got you gotta confront your fear. Yeah, you know, you gotta, we're here for you, man. Here like, you can do this. You can watch I, the film again. I'm happy. We, with we know. We, I I know it's tough, but we're gonna we're gonna find that movie for you, Aaron. Um. But in, in 
so then there's the like there's the whole unsettling, but it 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 trend it, it it's not unsettling as much for adults, but as a kid, it's too much to handle. But then there's just same thing with you, Aaron. Uh, channel surfing, finding a horror film, and losing your mind. Um, so I must have been ten when this happened. So a little bit older than some of the other ones, but still uh, way too so young. So going, to watch going back. Film. All right. What? It's not like I, I, I wanted a second. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> no, David, nope. go. David, go. David, go. No. Go, David. I, what if I don't have any? Well, then why would you be upset? <laughs> I like to be a part. You are a part. Go, buddy. What do you got? Do you really not have another one? No, I do. Okay, go for it. For real. Because mine is, mine is uh, I've got two left, so I, I, I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> Oh, man, two left. Everything it's scared just... me as a kid. Everything. This is only scratching the surface. So I think Jake just wanted to talk about his problems online yeah, and have is... people. It's okay. Our, our podcast can be therapeutic. Yeah, for I wanted you guys you know, to be just... my, my therapists for the day. We're here for you. So yeah. my next uh, scene is also from Spider-Man, but it's from Spider-Man, the animated series. <laughs> and like the good one. Not I, like the which, trashy which one's the good one? I don't know anything about it. Not the trashy. The nineties one? Or the spectacular Spider-Man? No, not that one. The nineties one, I'm pretty sure. Wait, okay. let me let me let me look it up. Okay. It's the one. It's the one where he um was like witty and he had the web shooters and. I, I would assume know. you're talking about the nineties one. Yeah, because I would be watching it when I was like super young, so I'm assuming it's the nineties. But um, there was this um vampire guy. He got oh, bit by a bat. Mo- Morbius or something. I think yes, his name was. yes, that that guy. He got bit by like the weird bat, and then like he would like he wouldn't suck people's like blood out of it with his teeth. He had like these poor things on his hands, and he would like just oh. like grab grab their necks, and he would just suck it. Up. And like the whole changing sequence of like him because he he started out at like as a human. Then he went like kind of towards a vampire-ish, but then he went like full bat and like bat transformation. I was like, no, no, I don't need this in my life at all. But then like the whole poor thing, like you know how like sometimes your grandparents like to grab your face when you're young and be like, oh, you're so cute. And like my grandparents tried to do that to me, I'm like get off me, like you're gonna try to suck my blood with your pores. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, but it's it's kind of interesting you mentioned that though because. Another moment that would have traumatized me as a kid was from like the the terrible seventies Spider Man cartoon, oh, like the yeah. Spider Man and his amazing friends thing. Like, I forget the context, but there's like one episode where the villain like transforms into a giant spider creature or whatever, and oh. it was terrifying for me, <laughs> even though it's like the cheesiest cartoon ever made. Can you can you relate to Morbius though? Yeah, I, yeah, I feel. I don't think I really watched. I don't think I really watched that show as a kid, but oh, I missed out. Spider-Man is my favorite Marvel hero, so I, as you can tell, both mine are from Spider-Man. But I have gone back and seen, like, I remember watching it super young, and then I remember like, you know, being on the TV when I was like older and seeing like all the old episodes. I was like, I, I love this show, and then that same episode it came out, and I was like, oh god, because it it wasn't just like one episode; it was like a whole like week. Like, he was, like, the main villain of that, like, I guess it would be... Like story arc that, kind of thing. That story arc. So, and, and like, 
I, like when I watched them when I was older, I was still like, yeah, yeah, this is still kind of creepy. Yeah. Like, I, like obviously, I'm not like, like, because I, I think I had nightmares about that, but I, like obviously I wasn't having nightmares about it because I was like older. But I was like, I can totally right. still see why I was scared of that. And like, <laughs> good job animated series, I guess. Fear is so weird. Fear is weird when you're looking at it from like a, this isn't a movie. This is behind a screen and it terrifies you. It's weird. Um, now, Aaron, when we were talking about Toy Story 2, I'm surprised you didn't mention the scene where Woody drops Andy, or no, Andy drops Woody into like the trash can. He's like, goodbye, Woody. And like all the hands like, like try to grab him and drag him under. Like I just thought of that and I'm like, oh my God, no. That scene is horrifying. <laughs> that one did scare me. Um, no, the one I was building up to earlier, though. So, 10. Flip of channels. A little film called Final Destination 2 pops up. <laughs> now, Final Destination, say what you will, fun movies. Like, they're fun horror movies. Uh, but as a kid, all you can see is death is all around me. And I can die in any way at any time. Um, that's how you live your childhood i'm sorry that's well no when, when you see dude watching final destination 2 as a kid i i don't think there could have been a worse horror like other horror movies it's like yeah just don't go to like uh don't go don't go to camp there we go i already got that one knocked out <laughs> you know, don't got, go to camps or hospitals yeah. or schools or you know space um space yeah but <laughs> when, when Final Destination is like, anything can kill you at any time. And the one that really messed me up, it's at the very beginning of the movie, but it's when the, 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 the truck with the all truck the logs. With the logs. And the logs break off and it goes I'm, through the I'm car. I'm right there with them. you. Oh my God. Nothing has ever. And then. It still scares me yes. every time I'm on a highway yes. behind. And it's, it's like, I would have never even thought of that if that was never in the film. I would never be like, those could break loose and kill me at any time. Never would have even thought that way. But the very next day that I watched this, shouldn't have been watching it. I lived in the basement. We had, like, unlimited channels, and I watched it. You know, you know where I saw this? Where? They were playing it on a TV screen in Walmart. No. They were playing this movie. Yeah. That is so messed up. That is... <laughs> A horrifying, gory scene just to play. Well, it is Walmart, so I guess it's not that, <laughs> not that surprising. But yeah, the very next day, we had to take a trip down to Detroit. So I'm like, great. So on the highway, and I don't know. I don't think we saw any of those trucks. But if, I think if we did, had seen one, I would have lost my mind. But just, there's so many ways to die. And then there's the one, what's the, the kid or whatever he's running, and then the plate, the plate of glass falls and smushes him. And I'm like, no, that's horrible. And then the lady who gets her head ripped off in the elevator. Death is everywhere. And then they can't even let you have it at the end, or they're like, they're, they beat it. And then all of a sudden, the freaking, uh, what is it called? The, the freaking grill blows up and kills the kid. And I'm like, no, we grill all the time. As a kid, it was absolutely terrifying. And that was like a whole week where I'm like, anything I do can kill me. That It was like a week or two that I'm like, this is horrifying. Um, so that's like when I learned don't watch scary movies when I'm a kid and shouldn't be up and watching movies anyway. Um, yeah. Um, anyone else have anything oh. else or from an actual horror film <laughs> that scared them? From an actual horror film, no. No. No, I'm sad. You guys have anything else? Because I have one. Well, more. I mean, I, there's one thing that I feel like always needs to be mentioned when this topic comes up when okay. discussing films. 
Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I've not seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I've not either. Oh my god, you guys! Yeah, no, I know it's it's a glaring hole in my in my film uh, seeing or whatever. I can't spoil it then, but like I know what people who have seen the film know exactly what, the, it, what it's I'm the talking shoe about, thing, but... right or whatever. What the shoe thing? What shoe thing? Never mind. No, no, like it's so. I know what you're talking about, but it's, it's so much worse. The ending of this film. <laughs> You guys need to watch this. Okay, I will. It can still I'll be bite. pretty traumatizing. I'll bite on that. Yeah, okay. Is that on Netflix? Because we might need to watch we that for to. Netflix Book oh, Club then. If we might. Oh my god, if this is on Netflix. <laughs> it is? I don't know, I'm oh, checking right now. But, um, but yeah, I'm not going to describe it for you guys. Okay. You guys haven't seen this movie All yet. Right. Um, yeah, I do need to watch that one for sure. Now, my final one. This is one that, this is... It's not, it's not on Netflix. It was for a while, though, right? Like, I'm sure it was. Yeah, that's why I was hoping it still was. Um, this is my, other than the Babe thing, which is like, maybe that's how my fear of monkeys started. You know, then it led to the Wizard of Oz, and the flying monkeys were horrifying. Because um, those were also evil monkeys that could fly. They could fly. <laughs> like, too much. Um, but this is the one that, 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 my earliest real memory, concrete, of being scared. Um, and it was an episode of a show that we watched in a... Kin- I was in kindergarten. We watched this during class. Educational television show. Uh, it's called The Magic School Bus. And um, there's one episode in which they go to space. And... <laughs> so there's this one kid named Arnold. And Arnold is just the worst. Like, if you guys have ever seen The Magic School Bus, Arnold is just like, oh my god, Arnold, you are horrible, leave us alone. Um, But also, apparently, like, Arnold doesn't, like, believe in science. He's, like, one of the flat earthers, like Shaq is now. Um, (laughs) Is he really? Oh, yeah, Shaq believes in the flat earth now. So, what is with all these basketball people being like, yo, the world is flat, but for some reason, my very profession proves that it's not flat. But whatever. (laughs) You know, it's because it's they watch the classic movie, Nacho Libre, and they take it after one of the main characters throwing away religion, saying, I believe in science. And you have to say it just like that. But yeah, so th- they go to space, and they go to Pluto. Now they go to Pluto. This is when Pluto was still a planet, if, if you can remember the back that far. It wasn't that long ago. Uh, but... Arnold is like, I don't think anything will even really happen if I take off my helmet. And so he does. He takes off his helmet and his head freezes, like in an ice chunk. And the music is scary. And they're like, we got to get him back to Earth. I'm like, no, that kid is dead. That kid is dead. That's literally what you've been saying. There is no oxygen in space. But for some reason, Arnold lives because, you know, they need the annoying kid. But I just remember crying so much being so embarrassed that it scared me so much which made me cry even more (laughs) it was just a horrifying experience uh so yeah the magic school bus too much sometimes um i think that might be the only episode of the magic school bus i've ever seen also um yeah so guys what what traumatized you as a kid let us know well no not from movies don't just let us know any trauma (laughs) that might be a bit too heavy See a therapist about those. Um, but guys, 
<laughs> Aaron just gave me a strange look. <laughs> uh, guys, let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. The answer to what is happening to you is here. You five are the Power Rangers. Did I just hear you say we're Power Rangers? Now, David, I know we've been saying that I don't want to put it in people's minds how I feel about these movies, but I've been on record already saying these three movies are some of my least anticipated of the year. And they're all coming um, out on the same week. It's like just, they decided, when are we going to just crap out a bunch of movies? Well, let's do it this week. All right, here we go. <laughs> I, for one, am very excited for one of the movies this week. But very also, which one? Because let the, let the internet decide for themselves. Well, let's start with chips, guys. Um, this is not the one. Good, thank God. <laughs> guess what? It's a remake. What? Well, yeah, I it's guess it's a reboot. It's a, yeah, reboot of a, of a TV show. show right? Yeah. My dad told me that. Thank you, Mr. Becker. Thank you, Mr. You're Becker. Great. Yeah, um, have any of you guys seen the TV no. show? Nope. And I, I have a feeling it's going to be like Entourage. Like, it's just going to be awful and just not good. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm like, it just doesn't look funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a, it's actually a lot like Entourage now that I think about it. Bunch of dude bros yeah. who are like, oh man, oh, don't let my penis touch you. Like, oh no, we're so homophobic. Yeah, like, we don't the, want this that to whole... happen. Like, why is that a subplot that in whole... 2017? <laughs> well, not, it's not even a subplot. Just that, that whole part of the trailer just focuses around... Their junk the, touching? The junk touching. Like... Yeah. It's like, oh, you're real edgy, guys. <laughs> How to write a joke, 2017. Write, write us a good joke, that. send it in. <laughs> yeah. No, Aaron, you were the one who... I think you were the one who told me about this trailer first. And then I had to Did watch I, it. I think so. I might yeah. have just, like, yeah, ranted about it yeah. to you. Because I was just like, this looks like the most unfunny film ever. Like, you know, as we discussed, extremely yeah. homophobic. Yeah. But also just, like... None of the other jokes really land, you know? No. Like, the one where I'm like, this looks... Well, also, I'm just a huge fan of dark comedy, so, like, the part where, like, the guy's head gets cut off or whatever, I'm like, okay, I'll give you that one, but that's it. That's all I'm giving you. And even that's just a cheap laugh. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know, Michael Pena, um... We, we kind of talked about this, like, two weeks ago, didn't we? A little we bit? did, because I, I said that people need to let us... We need to let Dax Shepard know that people care about this film. Oh, that's He needs right. someone to know. <laughs> that's right. You know, just anyone. Yeah. Anyone besides Kristen Bell. Yeah, dude. She's, she's with Kristen him. Bell. She's with him, no matter what. Like, dude, that's... Good, good for her. Good they for, really good are. for them. And I don't use but this at the term same time, lately. Relationship goals. They are relationship goals. Yeah. Oh my god. They are Stop but it. also such a good couple. With someone who doesn't star in such terrible <laughs> movies. And he directed it actually. Did he really? Oh yeah. Dax. No, man. See, I don't dislike Dax Shepard. I, I think he's probably a fine man in real life. Uh, yeah. he, he was in Zathura. Oh, he was the astronaut, yeah. right? Uh yeah. Spoilers for Zathura, he was the older version of a kid or whatever, right? I don't know. It's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, he was in The Judge, so. which I actually enjoyed The Judge, and he was pretty funny in it, so I'll give it to him. 
He's in Parenthood. That was a TV show that my family watched. Um, he's in Idiocracy on the list. Oh, yeah. Um, he's good in that. Yeah. Oh, no! His best role. His best role to date. JoJo on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Where, <laughs> oh, <laughs> where yeah. they make the cult or whatever. And he, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't dislike the guy. It's just like he doesn't pick the best projects at all. Um, but, man, I enjoy Kristen Bell's work other than in The Boss. I haven't seen The Boss, but just seeing those trailers, I'm like, nope, I'm out. I'm not a part of this. Any other day of the week, but not this one. That's what I said. That's what I said when I saw the trailer. Uh, but, yeah, Chips, I won't be seeing you know, even even as a Y movie Wednesday, David, no, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. No, not at all. Not at all. Wow, guys, strong. How do we feel about? Uh, how do you feel about alienavity? I mean, life. <laughs> Whoops. You mean the secret Venom prequel? Did you guys hear that theory? Genius. I need to throw something. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why is there a Venom movie? <laughs> Stop it! Hey, Spider Man is my favorite Marvel hero. Spider Man's yeah, not even going to be, be in the movie. <laughs> little do you know, with the, we You're have right, pre- little I'm do we know. I'm going to go see Life, the prequel. So maybe Spider Man is going to make a cameo. I love how it. like it's clearly not a prequel. Yeah, but like none of the cast members or director will outright state that it's not because they're like, wait a second, if we don't confirm or deny it. <sighs> God. Maybe we can trick them into actually seeing our movie. Yeah. I mean, we need what, whoever we can get at this point. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, it's like... <laughs> now, you guys... Now, listen. I was the one who started this saying, guys, saw the trailer for life. Does not look good. Looks like a, like a ripoff of two other great films. And... You guys were like, I don't know. Give it a chance, man. Give it a chance. And now that we're closer to release, how are you guys feeling about this movie? Because I haven't changed. I, I'm still down on this film. I wasn't. See. I wasn't saying give it a chance. I was saying like you got a good cast, and I like space set movies that they've been making recently. And then under your so breath, there's, you said, there's a give possibility. A See, I haven't seen. I'm assuming what? I haven't seen either of the two movies that this supposedly rips off of. So Alien I'm like, have you not seen Alien? No, I, it's I'm on gonna watch before the new. You need to watch the new it for one. the new one. But, no, before Prometheus 2, according to Jacob, yeah, or Alien... Calling, what's it called? What's the actual name? Nope, Covenant. Alien Covenant. Or Alien Co- before Alien Covenant Prometheus comes Covenant. out, I have the Alien <laughs> Anthology. Quadrilogy? That, that yeah. Oh, they renamed me. it the Anthology because Quadrilogy is not a word. Yeah. Oh, dude, the Mission Genius. Impossible one is the Quadrilogy. They're, they're holding what? on. But now it's the Quintilogy. Wouldn't that be a this- thing? <laughs> But so what? When the, the, when that movie comes out, I'm gonna binge watch all of them. And is is Prometheus in the anthology? Okay. No, it's not. So do you own that? <laughs> no. Huh. I hate I am... Prometheus with all of my heart. You can rent it. It's probably like two bucks or whatever. Ooh, or just watch money. FX like any other that's day. That's a good point. It they is, show it all FX, the time. All the time. But yeah, so so I've not seen Alien. Mm-hmm. So right right now I see a movie and like I've seen all the trailers for Alien and I've heard you guys talk about Alien and I'm kind of like 
This kind of looks like Alien, even though I haven't seen Alien. But it, it's because it's literally seen. Alien, like the original Alien, not really like Aliens. But then there's a shot in the trailer where Ryan Reynolds holds up a flamethrower and he's doing the same thing that, uh, not Ridley. Ridley is the director's name. What is, what is Sigourney Weaver's character's name? Now I can't even. Oh my God. I'm blanking. Aaron's just letting me flail, and he knows. I'm, le- I'm, I'm. Oh my god! Why is this killing me so? But anyway, it's the same kind of thing from Aliens. <laughs> like, well, please. Just I'm just. Tell me. I'm just enjoying this. I'm just enjoying you. I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> By I'm, googling it. Maybe. Maybe I'm gonna figure it out. I'm oh, yeah, IMDb. Whatever. Life. Ripley. Ripley, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. But I, life may. What, <laughs> what are the scores on Rotten Tomatoes? Are they, are they it's actually at a hundred percent right now with early reviews. Really? Oh, I haven't even Jacob, checked in a Jacob while. Interest peaked. Basically, I, everyone notes that they're like, "Yeah, it's just a derivative ripoff of Alien," but it's all right. But that's a good, that's a strong. See, that's going to be hard for right. me to get past. I that's will not be a strong hundred percent. That's the. <laughs> this is going to be. A Y movie Wednesday. I can already guarantee that. But I'm gonna. I'll put down a dollar saying that you're gonna come back and like loving it? this movie, I... loving this movie. It's gonna take a while. Saying that this is that this is the Prometheus. You'll that be we saying, need. guys, you gotta give it a chance. You know, like I know you're hating on it, but you gotta give it a chance. Oh yeah, we so got some real. Say. We got some real uh, top notch uh, reviewers in here. Oh yeah, uh, Den of Geek, Uproxx, The Playlist, Metro, and Variety. Yeah, that's some real... You guys really went deep on those, didn't you guys? <laughs> You're like, let's let the people who we know will like this movie watch it first, and then we'll let everyone else watch. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just hating, guys. You guys are cool. Um, whatever. Um, yeah, no, I, I will be seeing it. And Those guys are probably going to give us crappy reviews on our podcast now, Jacob. <laughs> oh, God, Stop never, trashing them. never piss off a reviewer. <laughs> oh, God. We, we're going to get a zero percent. Yeah. Because well, we, don't, we don't even got those positive ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just, it, it, it's, it will be one that I see. And, of course, I'll come back and I'll report back. Maybe I'll write a review. Uh, but as of right now, not overly impressed with anything I've seen from it. Um, especially that final trailer where it looks like a comedy and then they just kind of at the end are like, Oh no, wait, it's actually horror. <laughs> Sorry guys. We, we forgot. Um, but yeah. Oh, what about like the latest trailer that like gave away Spider-Man three, the entire plot of the movie? I don't know that I saw that one. It might have been a TV spot, actually. Where, like, they fit the entire plot of the movie into a TV That's spot. That's never like, a good sign. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Um, no, I understand the Venom plot, though, because there is footage from Spider-Man 3 in this movie, so... Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, how about... How do we, <laughs> this is a dumb question, because I already think I know where we're coming down on this, but how do we feel about Power Rangers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My roommate's very excited for it. Go go Power Rangers! Are you gonna go that's, see it? With that's what I'm David. gonna say. What? All right, I was, I was, David. Are you going to go see this with your roommates or no? Possibly. All right. If you don't go with <laughs> he, them, he's... go with me, because go I'm going you? to see this movie. And I know nothing about Power Rangers. Have no affinity or affiliation. Well, I do. With the show. So let me tell you something. Tell me something, please. 
these are the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, right? Okay. This is what this is supposed to be a takeoff of. I know. Okay, so like, like there's Mighty Morphin was like one of the original. Like, was it the original original, Aaron, or no? It was at least the first one in America. In America, so Mighty sure Morphin was like the OG, the classic, and then there was like, like Power Rangers, like Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder. Like, there's a whole bunch of like different like sec like. After like many more Ninja yeah. Force, whatever. Yeah, right. So my big, so this is Mighty Morphin, but in this trade, <laughs> in like in this trailer, there's dinosaurs that they use to make their mega, because you know all of them can make their Mega Man and like fight a big monster. Mega but Man. they use dinosaurs to make in these, it. In this show, but I did not know. I didn't know. Everyone Mega should Man know in that in Mighty Morphin, <laughs> there are no dinosaurs. I'm I'm almost positive, unless I'm wrong. There's no Dinobots. What? There's are Dinobots sure? in this movie? I thought, I thought they had the little the little. What are they? Zords? Is that what it is? No, they're I never watched Power Rangers as a kid. Zords? So you just made up Zords? I, I don't know. No, for aren't sure, they but... called Zords? Isn't it like the Megazord? Is the giant? Yeah, yeah. The giant... Megazord. So, yeah. Is that what it's called? I I thought so. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Power Wait, Rangers quick question. Quick question. <laughs> At any point in this film, do you think we'll see? <laughs> You think we'll see Optimus Prime wrestle a Dinobot on the ground, and you're like, "What is what is happening with that Dinobot? Should should my kids be seeing this? Is this is this child appropriate? No, okay. No one else got that vibe. There are, there are <laughs> robotic dinosaurs. Yeah. So. so they had to come from somewhere. Anyway, uh, Power Rangers, though. Tell me more about it. I'm I'm interested. <laughs> like, you want, you, they're, they're, they're the Power Rangers. Power, like, what do they do, though? What makes them so exciting? What makes them cool? Well, they, they have colorful costumes. Well, and they punch people in plastic suits. Now, and then. That's already more than you can say for the DCEU because there's colorful costumes and, uh, you know, some fun. So, all right, I'll give them that. You got Brian Cranston <sighs> and true. Bill Hader. Bill Hader, what? Yeah, he he voices like the robot assistant. Bro, what is what? Brian Cranston Wait. doing in this movie? He's he's the the dude, the 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 bald headed guy it, it that he, gives them their powers. The, the wall. Wow. All right. Now, what? I did. I had no clue. Elizabeth Banks is in this movie. Yep. What? That is Elizabeth Banks in that trailer? No, yep. Elizabeth Banks. You're not. You're not a bad actress. You're awesome. Why are you in this movie? <laughs> because this movie is going to be awesome. Just yeah, Jay. How can you, how can you hate on this movie if you've never experienced just, the Power Rangers? Here's what I'm going off of. I'm going off of the trailers I've the seen. The Yellow Ranger, the Yellow Rangers acting's awful. The girl, like I don't know, they should just completely is scrap the her. Rebel all one? of them seem like pretty poor actors. Well, they're all names, right? I like, just know all, all the Power Rangers. Right, that's what I mean. I just know the Yellow Ranger is just like, like excessively awful. Um, no. So the first trailer prove me wrong. Like prove me wrong. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to prove you wrong. No, I'm talking to the Yellow Ranger. I know she's listening to this podcast. Yeah, she's a big fan. Um, but I, the first trailer made it look like Chronicle. Right. The first trailer hated it. Yeah, it's he did it every time it would show up in the theater. I was just like, this does not look Second good at all. Second trailer, worse, I'd say. I would, honestly. Um, because there's just weird humor that feels like 
is this offensive kind of like they're, oh they're like, ra- I'm yeah, black. They're racist <laughs> no you're not no you're not yeah i am like how is that is that a joke <laughs> like what is that supposed to mean <laughs> like, oh god and then there's the other one where it's like oh yeah drug jokes are funny um where she's like yeah i found a spaceship probably a superhero then her mom puts the cup on the table pee in that cup pee jokes are funny guys <laughs> But they also have a bunch of dinosaurs that combine into a giant the one man has a pterodactyl, that fights right? a giant golden monster thing. I know. I heard so, the gold know. one's name is Goldar. I've heard that. Goldar. That's a okay. really yeah beautiful name. Yeah, that's that is good. some top. That's about as good a writing. naming as I can. You know, know. I'd be you like, know that guy's gold. I think it. Goldar makes sense. It does make sense because he's gold. Like I enjoy. Whoa. I enjoy. You're right, David. I didn't even think of that when Lacey said that. Now, here's the thing. But, yeah, you're right. It makes perfect sense. So, I'm behind this name. I can't hate that, on That's names. crazy. I, I didn't even see that coming, but you're right. He's gold. Yeah. His name's Goldar. That's that's genius. Yeah. That's, that's... I can't hate on names because I can't name anything. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm the worst namer. Um, but, Goldar, come on, guys. Two on the nose on that one. Um. But yeah, I'll, I'll be seeing Power Rangers if I can get someone to go with me. I am not buying a ticket to see Power Rangers alone. Let me make that clear right now. <laughs> because... So, okay, are you, are you more willing to support Power Rangers or Beauty and the Beast right now? God, I'm, I'm not going to... No. I'm never going to give them any money for Beauty and the Beast. No. I'm not going to do it. And this is the thing. Everyone stop trying to get me to go see Beauty and the Beast. My mom earlier today, hey, no one wants to go see Beauty and the Beast with me. Do you want to go? I'm like, no, mom. I don't want to go with you to see Beauty and the Beast. B- Love you, mom. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, and then, and then Caroline's like, hey, Beauty and the Beast is really good. You should see it. I'm like, no, I'm not going to see Beauty and the Beast. Everyone leave me alone. <laughs> with that. Yeah, with that. Let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> what, what have you been watching, Aaron? Wait, 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 wait. We gotta get a good lead in so I can do the clips or else I'm gonna get confused. <laughs> what have we been watching been... this week? The world record for pancakes eaten in one sitting is 73 pancakes. That is held by a Russian man whose life must be an unendurable hellscape of excruciating sadness. An uncharted island. Let me list all the ways you're gonna die. Rain, heat, disease-carrying flies, and we haven't started on the things that want to eat you alive. We'll double that. Plus a bonus if we make it back. If? That was a good lead-in. Uh, yeah, I, I can go first because I do have a... Short week. Ooh. Uh, Go short for week as longer than mine still. Maybe. I have four things that I need to talk about. Oh, pretty darn close. Pretty dang. Pretty good so. day. All right. So, starting out, watched a few films from the AFI Top 100, as always. Keep it on the grind. Uh, yeah. Working my th- way through. So, I watched uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Oh, yeah. All right. Who is? I've not seen it. But so I know this is it. this is yet again a film based on a play where I've read the play version oh, okay. before seeing this film. So it's, it, again, it's one of those things where like I know what's coming, and yeah, yet again, it's kind of like 
is this really the best example of cinema you can find? Because, like, these play-based films aren't very cinematic. Like, come on. But, so, I mean, that's just, that's just, you know, my opinion. But, like, I feel like... Okay, so, like, the, the, the acting mm-hmm. in this film is is pretty solid. Like, that's, that's like, the plus of these play-based films. Uh, I gotta look up who's... Elizabeth in Taylor. the cast because I know it's Richard what? Burton, George Segal, yes, Sandy Dennis, right? Because like Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton were married at the time. Oh, because they were like talking about this in the TCM intro where like they were married at the time, and the and the story is about basically like this married couple that like hates each other and they're like actively trying to like constantly, you know, antagonize antagonize the other person and stuff, and so. It, it was just, like, there were, like, the TCM intro people were, like, it's very interesting because people were always wondering what the Taylor Burton marriage was like behind the scenes. And, like, here is, like, them playing this really, you know, broken up uh, marriage kind of thing. Yeah. So, good performances, for sure. And, like, they do, they make, like, some changes to the play. They, like, add more locations to, like, try to make it more cinematic. But at the same time, I'm just like, eh. It's still just a bunch of people talking too much. Right. Oh, oh, plays. And it's kind of like the thing, I guess maybe I wasn't in the right mood for it at that day, because it is kind of like a hard film to sit through, because, like, they are so mean to each other. (laughs) Like, they, it is kind of, like, hard to watch sometimes, because they're just, like, it's just, like, the whole thing is just them, like, insulting each other and everything. And you're like, this is good. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, this is kind of like really depressing to watch. It's like if I like, wanted this, I could have just went home. I mean, in It's Always Sunny, they abuse and a batter D on the daily, and you sit it's through that. Though. That's for comedic right, right. effect. Oh, it's different because she's a bird and not a woman. She's a bird. Makes sense. D, you bird. You bird D. No, it is kind of anyway. similar to that Always Sunny style of humor, but Always Sunny is also only like 20 minutes yeah. and mixes in a bunch of other like absurdist humor and kind of stuff like that. So anyway, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? It was, it was okay. Oh, never mind. <laughs> and then so secondly, from this list, I watched The Gold Rush. The Gold Rush. I'm not familiar with this. This is with, an old... With Matthew uh, McConaughey. Not with no, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Darn it. No, this is an old uh, Charlie Chaplin film. Oh, oh, yes, I am familiar with this one. Okay. I wasn't sure, because, like, I know you ha- saw watched, like, a Charlie Chaplin film. I watched Modern Times. In, not okay, because I have, that one also is on the list, so I'm going to get to that one. Very good. I have not but seen I wasn't. I wasn't stuff. sure which one it was. I wasn't sure if it was this one or the Gold, or, I wasn't sure if it was Gold Rush or Modern Times, but. Right. Uh, but. Gold Rush uh, holds up surprisingly well to, you know, for being, when did it come out? 25. The 20s something? 25. 25. It holds up surprisingly well. Like, I was laughing quite a bit throughout this film. That's that's Charlie Chaplin, man. I mean, you got, like, so many iconic moments that, like, I knew were, like, Charlie Chaplin bits, but I didn't know, like, they were part of this particular film. Like, the moment where he, like sticks, like, the forks and, like, the dinner rolls and, like, makes them dance, you oh, know? yeah. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with that one. So that's part, that's part of this film, and, like, there's a moment where, like, there, he's, like, starving in a cabin, because, like, 
part of the film is like a group of men are like huddled in a cabin because there's a huge blizzard raging outside or whatever and he just like they run out of food so he starts like eating his shoe or whatever I'm and you're just like familiar with that one <laughs> <laughs> all right but no it was there's just like so much of the humor that still works surprisingly well it's a very enjoyable film and like you know, I was just cracking up. Like, there's this one part where, like, again, they're starving in this cabin. So the one guy starts imagining that Charlie Chaplin is, like, a giant chicken. And they're, like, they bring out a guy in a giant chicken costume. And I'm just like, it's a pretty great uh, giant chicken costume you got going. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was enjoying this film, man. All right. You know? All right. Like, it was, it was funny. It was well made. And it also was, you know, just an interesting look at film history because I haven't seen that many silent films. So, mm-hmm. you know, just interesting in that respect. I don't think I've seen... I think this is the first Charlie Chaplin film I've seen as well. Oh, all right. So. Well, that's good. I'm excited to hear what you think of Modern Times. I'll actually be able to talk with you about that one because that was in my genres class where, like, I had to, like, dig and search for like deeper meaning in this comedy movie <laughs> so like i've got some interesting thoughts whether or not they actually mean anything who knows <laughs> i who think knows? tcm is showing that this week though so i should oh, be watching nice. it awesome maybe before the next podcast all right all right anyway uh so that was those were the movies i watched okay then for tv this is one Lacey can join me on because uh is it re- review yes, came review back this week three. finally <laughs> Reunited and it feels so good, Aaron. It feels yes. so good. It's been a it's been a long wait. Yes, but... it has. Um, if you guys have are not watching <sighs> review, have not been watching review yet, you need to just like drop David, everything. You'd like it too. Go it's, watch the show, David. Highly recommend it. Like if you're looking for a comedy after Dexter, yeah, watch review. Review is laugh out loud. Like this is, like just. I, I mean, I laugh a lot on here, but that's because I'm hanging out with two of my best friends, you know, we're just talking, just, you know, hey. hanging out, uh, but watching movies, it's, or shows or anything, it's rare that a show or a movie will get a huge laugh out of me if I'm the only one, because I feel like a lot of times we laugh as, like, a sense of validation, haha, <laughs> I think this is funny, do you think this is funny, kind of thing, uh, right, right. but, are you saying that laughing is a social construct? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is what I'm saying, um, but, Watching this new episode of season three, my God, busting out laughing just out loud. I had to pause it at once because it was just, it's so absurd. And it's so just watching this man's life fall apart is so funny for some reason. <laughs> so where can I watch this? Can I watch this on Netflix? I don't it's not know. Not on Netflix, no. They removed it from Hulu as well. So I oh, don't really? Know. Yeah, I don't know where. Um, I'm sure they'll probably release like a, a Blu-ray set of like the three seasons or whatever. And as soon as they do all over it, so you can borrow it then, uh, cause this is legitimately one of the most, the best shows. comedies yeah. like of all time ever, maybe. Yeah, man, just the, the, I, I talked to Aaron a little bit about it, but we'll, we'll say it for the podcast as well. The whole show, the whole idea of the show is that he reviews anything people tell him to review online. Uh, just from life, so someone sends him like the review. What's it? What does it feel like to put a pet to sleep or whatever? So he has to go out and get a pet and like bond with it and then put it down. <laughs> and it's 
<laughs> horrible and it's horrifying and like the best thing is it does comedy so well that like that idea alone would have been funny enough but they do enough to like twist it and like you don't expect what's coming next and every time it's a huge laugh and uh man there's only three episodes in this final season there and i'm going to miss it i know so i know so wait, is it done this is the final. This season, is the final yeah. season. It just started, but there's only like three episodes. Why? Why do they cut it short? Not enough. No one watches it. it it's <laughs> no yeah. Watches. It's very. It's both a combination of uh, low ratings and the fact that it's not a very long sustaining premise in right. a sense. Right. Not because like they can't find new things to review, but because his life is like. It's being slowly destroyed over the course of the show. Like, I'm (laughs) so excited to see how the show ends. He's so broken at this point. Like, he can't go on. (laughs) This show is so funny. I just, I just, if you haven't been watching Review out there, find some way to watch it. Um, Because, hilarious. Just the, the, um... The episode in season two where he has to live life as a little person or whatever might be <laughs> one of the funniest episodes of television I have ever seen. So, so I we cannot praise this show enough. Um, we love it here. Officially approved by Reboot Already Underway. Uh, for sure. Review. And that's the thing. It, it's weird because it has all these like amazing reviews from all these outlets and just no, it never caught on. It just it's weird. Yeah, it happens anyway. to shows all the time. Yeah. Anyway. But now let's speak about a show that hasn't been getting good reviews. Oh, yeah. Uh, I already forgot about this. So this weekend, uh, the last of the four Marvel Netflix television shows came out. Mm. It's Iron Fist. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the main the main character promised me that it was it was so smart that the that the reviewers Critics didn't understand. It's for the. Are you understand. a fan? You're a fan. Did you get it? Are only true I, fans, Aaron. I'm only not true that fans. big of a fan of the character, just because I haven't like read a lot of the comics. Oh, not true. Fan. No wonder. You, no. So wonder. maybe maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Because you know. Not a true fan. I mean, going in, this was the show I was probably the least excited about about the four, mm-hmm. just because it's like, you know, it's it's another you know billionaire kid loses his parents, learns martial arts off in Asia or something, returns home to reclaim his company. It's like, it's wow, haven't seen that before. It's a superhero show <laughs> slash movie. <laughs> it's Batman Begins. It's Batman Begins, it's Arrow, it's Doctor Strange. It's it's like, yeah, so it it didn't seem very exciting off the bat. And then they hired Scott Buck as the showrunner, also known as the man who gave the world Dexter Season 8. Poor Scott Buck, you're you're giving him short shrift here, you know? He... How did this man get more work? He gave the world the worst television season, like, of all time. Like, worse than, like, Scream the TV series. Like out. Yeah, just just wait, David. Just wait. (laughs) But, 
so I don't even know where to start with this show. But <laughs> okay, so I'm okay for the past three of these shows and for Daredevil season two. Mm-hmm. I did a 13 hour binge watch oh of the entire season in one sitting. It's I just horrible. sat down, spent I think my I Friday. You that. Yep, just spent my Friday watching it through 13 hours. Not a good idea. Please don't no, do that. No, no, I, I never claimed it was a good show, idea, but I did. Don't follow it. in Aaron's footsteps. Never do a 13 binge of any, 13 hour binge Kids, of anything. Don't try this at home. Yeah, right. We do it I'm so what you call a professional oh binge God. watch. Yeah, that is. An Except I'm not. But. Anyway, but this show I just could not do it. Right. I'm eight episodes in at this point. Are you gonna quit? Like the, the, I'm not gonna quit. I'm watching it through. I'm watching it all of it. I have to. You gotta refer to the defenders or whatever, right? Yeah, it it definitely seems closely connected to what they're doing with defenders. Great. <laughs> that means so, I'm gonna have to watch. If it they advertised too. it is the final defender, like the last of the defenders. Well, they needed some way to get people interested in the show. So, like, well, guess what? You gotta watch this one. You have you have to watch this. We want to understand the one you've been waiting for. So, how's that for marketing for you? It's good. What if they did that with Teen Titans back in the day? Oh man, who knows? I mean, that's a that's quite the what if. That's before television ever did anything like this. So, who knows? But yeah, just it's okay. I'm eight episodes in. And it's a little better now. Like it, at the point I'm at right now, it's watchable. Okay. Like it's it's fine. It's not good. It doesn't have a particular voice. It's not very well made. It's nowhere near as interesting as the other three. But at least it's watchable. Okay. But the first two episodes of this show are horrendous. Like it, <laughs> I don't know how some people are going to be able to make it past them because they are just so poorly made like so absolutely slow like there's like two action scenes in the first two hours of the show if that oh good like two one minute long action scenes in the first two episodes and the action that there is very poorly choreographed like just i don't understand how they messed up the biggest element of the show because like why would you watch an iron Fist show if you were not in it for martial arts right and they messed up the martial arts it's like come on you're in it for the deep lore Aaron. the lore that's completely different from every other but there is but there is no they don't actually dig into like the lore of iron fist especially on the first two episodes they don't do any of the interesting stuff with like the mystical city and the plunging his fist into the heart of a dragon and all that crazy nonsense it's like they were kind of crazy nonsense. <laughs> no, they just do like corporate takeover, and oh, great. he has fun. to prove his identity and all this stuff. And he's in a mental hospital for an episode, but that's not relevant ever again in the season. <laughs> and <laughs> filler seems like uh, this guy, this this showrunner, is a real fa- big fan of uh, filler. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And the writing is so unbelievably bad. Like, it just, it, it, it pains you to listen to this dialogue. Like, yep, I'm, I'm going to have to give you guys an example. Shoot I'm going to have to give you guys an example of this. All right. All right? Yeah. All right. So this is a line of dialogue from the show, from the first episode. All right. I'm ready. All right. So Iron Fist confronts this lady who is his childhood friend. And Rosario is like Dawson. now the 
like the co CEO of the company or something like that. I don't know what exactly her position is, but he confronts her outside of her home. And she says, I'm texting my driver right now, which means he's going to be pulling around the corner any second. And if you're still with me when he gets here, I'm going to ask him to detain you because he's not just my driver. He's also my guard, my armed guard. That's oh my God, that's the a line of dialogue. That is so clunky. <laughs> All the dialogue is like that. That's like the line of dialogue where like if you're like writing and you have to have like a page, like whatever, like 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 a, a page, like you need to hit page forty or whatever. Oh god, uh 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 here's this really long line that fills up like three things on a script or three lines on a script. <laughs> there we go. Here send it in. <laughs> like, it's uh that's a bad line. That would be a line. I would say, no, maybe we don't need this. This doesn't play well. Yep. But all the dialogue is like that for the first two episodes. Like, there's so many poorly written dialogue scenes, and they're all filmed so stiffly and performed so stiffly. Like, it's so awkwardly slow. And you're like, how did this even happen? Like, how do they mess up this badly? <laughs> so, oh, no. If you're, watch- if you're going to start watching this show... The first two episodes are so hard to get through. It basically takes till episode six for this show to get going anywhere. That's too many And at episodes. that point, at least there's action. Like, the, the, the writing is still horrendous, but at least there's some good action. All right. So I'm on episode eight. Haven't finished it yet, which is weird because usually, like I said, I usually finish them in a day. But... Yeah, I mean, when Luke Cage came out, you were already on the podcast in the next day or whatever. And you're like, here we go. Talking about Luke Cage. Yep. Exactly. Um, no, that's... Uh, four out of five ain't bad, though, right? Like, <laughs> I guess. I mean, in the long run. Um, but yeah, so I think it's still safe to declare, like I was telling Lacey, that this is the MCU's first clear-cut failure. Yeah. Like, mm. Man, like does Thor, that feel good Like Thor 2 or something... <laughs> It's like, it was like, okay, this isn't very good, but it's not like it's bad, right. but this is the first failure of the MCU, in my opinion. I think you're probably right. I'm... Yeah, you're probably right about that. Other than Winter Soldier, which is a big failure, horrible film. Um, yeah, no one liked that film. No one. It wasn't Definitely. like it was so critically acclaimed that Marvel's like, oh, we got to hire those directors for our Avengers films now because they know what they're doing, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like that, <laughs> that at all. That never happened. It wasn't like, we're going to give these guys the reins the whole thing because yeah. they're it's not like, so great. It was not like they were like, Joss Whedon doesn't want to do this anymore. What? Who's our next in line? Here we go. <laughs> like, it's not like that ever happened. Um, but actually, speaking of giving the reins over to someone because of a prior project, Scott Buck was already hired as showrunner for the Inhumans show. So, way to double down on that, Marvel. Thanks, Marvel. You turn it into DC. They they obviously went for the combined shared universe. Duh. They don't want a Zack Snyder this, guys. You do not want a Zack Snyder this. Please. It's too late. It's too late, man. They're so, like, it's like... Game over. Game over, man. Aw. Don't pack. Oh, yeah. Well, Aaron, is that all you got? <laughs> oh, no silence there. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a real sad uh, sad route to take. Um, 
Well, David, do you so, want to go next? So, yeah. That's what I, I can got. Go ne- I can go next. All right. If you want me to go next? Bring it. Um, March Madness is on, everyone, yeah. and I've tried to watch the least amount of basketball possible, but yeah. it's hard because uh, my roommates decided to take all of the TVs. Oh, so yeah. we have, like, five TVs downstairs in my living room right now. And I can't really watch anything because they're always on. Mm. But um, it's the Xbox; have, it's always on. Yeah, had a very chill <laughs> week. I literally watched our Netflix book club. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll talk. I watched. I'm officially on the last episode of season seven for Dexter. Uh oh, almost there. Guys, just so it's a reminder, we've been reminding you for the past three weeks, but this is another reminder. As soon as David finishes uh, Dexter Season 8, we're going to be having a debate between Aaron and David. Um, It'll be a one-off episode, so get ready for that. Anyway. Season 7 is just, like, not good. (laughs) He's already going down. He's going down. Oh, God. You're seeing the light, David. Well, I never, like, like last week, I think I talked about it. I was like, it's not really doing anything. But, like, ugh. Like, I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it. But uh, besides besides uh, Dexter, I watched The Walking Dead. Mm. And Walking Dead was, was solid tonight. Two more episodes to the season finale. Only two? Only two. Aaron's time to hop on. I'm I'm going to watch it when it hits Netflix, so I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be on in like a couple I, months. You know, I'll counterpoint that. Never jump back on The Walking Dead. <laughs> That's my counterpoint. <laughs> um, and that was, a, yeah, it was an all right, all right episode tonight. But the big thing I want to talk about is Into the Badlands. Mm. Season two premiered tonight after... The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And my oh my. What a season opener it was. Because now I haven't seen this like I've season. I haven't seen this show since like season one ended. And I absolutely watched it a very long time ago. So I'm like trying to like, okay, wait, what universe is this? Like figure out all the characters. I was like, wait a minute. Right. Like, like how do you fit in again? But um, yeah, it came out faster like a lot more action a lot more blood a lot more just like over the top action sequences which is like what the show's about well, at least that's why i watch the show because right. because you're gonna see some like pretty crazy like action that in like sword play and like because it's an interesting universe that they chose to set up like in it's like in the south and um like it's post-apocalyptic and the world's like run by like barons which are basically just like the plantation owners and except the barons just have like these people called clippers who are their assassins and they just like attack and defend and it's just turf war so um the story is strong in some parts but then like there's just like one little hiccup in the story that i don't want to ruin for you guys but like i just don't agree like why do we need this in it like i guess it's supposed to be like a mystery element but mm-hmm. i'm like i really don't care like it's kind of stupid but that's just me and season two's off to a great start all right interesting yeah um and i think that's all like I didn't really watch anything because there's been I haven't had 
access to the TV because everyone's been watching basketball. I've watched a lot of basketball. Mm-hmm. But do you, do you got a bracket huh? going? Yeah. Oh no, no. I got a bracket at work. I, you... I would like to win ten dollars, uh, or more than ten dollars, ten from everyone. No, I've already. Got I've made more. Bra- I've made more brackets for the Bachelor than the I have bachelor. for NCAA. <laughs> <laughs> did you Did you win your Bachelor bracket? I did not make one this year, and I didn't have a group of people, but I usually do. But like the Bachelorette's coming on though, so now there's a podcast get I listen to. They're really into the Bachelor. And they were so upset when one of the girls left. And the other guy's like, you know that it's all fake, right? And like, yeah, that's why it's more upsetting. Like, they chose for this person to leave. I'm like, yeah, all right. They ruined true love they ruined with true their love, yeah. corporate decisions. Like, oh. The amount of people who also watched fake, like, guys. <laughs> I also watched Are You the One? Are You the One? It's oh, it, it's like the crap is the trash TV show that my roommate. Oh watches. right, you told no. us about that. Yeah, before. I do know that. Is that like the dramatized version of The Bachelor? No, it's it's basically like there's like there? like there's these like ten like so there's twenty people in this house, ten boys, ten girls, oh, and like they all like yeah. take like a, a test to like, and then these like people match them up like what their perfect matches. But you know, and so the whole point of the game is to try to find your per- like everyone needs to have like a perfect match, and if you do, you get a million dollars. But you don't get to like so basically you, but you obviously may not be attracted to your perfect match. So you're everyone's just like drunk and partying, like sleeping around, and it's like trash TV at its finest. Right? It sounds yeah. terrible. Yeah, I never want to watch this. <laughs> it's been going I, for five yeah. seasons. <laughs> I it's it, well, season four just ended, right? Okay. So, but season so seasons one through three, mm-hmm. they like they all everyone has won the game. Everyone, like, 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 well, it's not yes. hard. Just pretend like you're a perfect match. There we go. A million dollars, please. <laughs> like, no, no, you don't have to. It's like, like they don't know who who's matched up with who. They have to figure it out, oh. like, because they already like the, the test results have already been like, like the like the producers obviously know, but like hmm. you know, one girl may be in love with like. Andre, right? But even though her Poor perfect Andre. match is like Jacob, Whoa, and so she'll choose not to be with him and like screw up for the whole team. But like she may not even know that that's the right perfect match. She's just guessing. So it's it's real, like just like made up stuff. But so like so so every single season they won the money. But season four was the first season where someone didn't. They win. failed. Oh no! They failed. They, and and if they don't get all the perfect matches, no one gets money. Oh man! So like, and um, literally the produce like the the not the announcer the host is like, yeah, you guys are the first like like it literally ended like, yep, you didn't get it. You're the first house that hasn't got <laughs> like it in all four suck. seasons. Like, cut. That that was it. That like, was it just the cut. end. There was no like fanfare. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, well, try again next year, yep. I guess. <laughs> like, yep. No. So, uh, so I just want to read some of these titles of these episodes. So I'm looking uh, at the uh, IMDb you, page right now uh, of the show, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Also, it seems like season one, fairly high IMDb scores. Two, three, and four, it gets really low. And now, like, season five, it's at, like, an 8.5. <laughs> so it just, like, all of a sudden it just transcended and became something different. Uh, but, of course, there's the episode titled The Temptation of Chris T. <laughs> oh, 
Like Crush Dash T. Like this was like there's the isn't the Scorsese movie like the Final Temptation of Christ, right? Yeah. And then it's this one's just Christy. Um, yeah. There's this one. It's so hard. Dot 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 to say goodbye. <laughs> oh I my god! I think they're rating. I think they're rating the show just on the name yeah. of the episodes Episode alone. Episode eight, getting dumped on. <laughs> Why, man? Well, but. Oh wait, but no, wait, 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 wait. Final one, final one. This is my favorite one. Virgin Tears. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that a name? Yeah. So I, you guys obviously like realize that I forgot that I watched the season finale of the show, meaning that the show sucks. But yeah. Oh, it's I fun mean, to I'm watch. sure it sucks, but it's uh, it, you know dumb TV, whatever. It's a thing. People watch it. Sure. Now, now everyone. If, if you're excited for season five of the show, get ready. Because, I am because I am. seasons or episodes three and five have some have some uh, horrible names. Number three, the episode of title or the title of episode three is butt hurt. So thanks guys. And then the title of episode five is sex lies and truth booths. <laughs> oh, the truth booth. Oh man. All right. So anyway, guys, this week I saw. Kong Skull Island. Um, I've been trying something. I've been trying. I've been trying to not be so jaded when I watch movies. <laughs> I've noticed it's okay thing. when it comes to this one. It, well, this is the thing. I, as I was watching it, I'm like, this is really dumb. But then I'm like, eh, sit back and enjoy whatever. And then after I had seen the film, I came at it with the critical eye, not as I was watching. And I found that my enjoyment was a lot higher while doing that. Um, so, so you tricked yourself not into not realizing liking what it. crappy but the movie is. It's, here's the thing. I don't think it's crappy. I think it's very manufactured. Uh, it, it's very you couldn't obvious. tell by the trailers? What? <laughs> yeah. Um, what? But, with all the big names? What? Yeah. All the big names with, and no one does anything in the whole movie. Like, I'm like, Brie Larson. I love Brie Larson. She's fantastic in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. She's absolutely devastating in in Room. Not The Room. In Room. Um, so I'm like, man, at, maybe I'll at least get, like, a good performance from her. And it's like, it's not like her performance is bad, but she has maybe, like, 10, 15 lines of dialogue at all. I'm like, oh, guys, No. Like, Brie Larson's one of the greatest working actresses right now, and you wasted her. Like, that's never a good thing. Uh, but yeah, also, wrote a review for this. You can find it on, at, on Jake Lace on Tumblr. I'm pretty proud of the review, actually. I, I think I covered some interesting topics maybe maybe you don't think about, like how cool the color scheme is in that movie. It is a really cool color scheme. That might be my favorite thing about the movie, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is bad. That it's not just, like, blue-tinted everything. Yeah. Well, now here's the thing. I said it in my review. It's cool to hate on Godzilla's color scheme, but I really liked it. I think it worked for what the movie was. Because then you have the flare scene, and you have Godzilla shooting his atomic breath or whatever. That makes those moments really stand out because they're different. But this one, I think it's more of just, like, this is a cool a cool, a cool, color scheme. Uh why is the sun setting every five minutes like it, it's like the sun will be setting and then they'll cut back to a different time it's like it seems like it's the middle of the day 
And they'll cut back to the other people, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, well, uh, it's almost sundown. Then they'll cut back. Sun still hasn't gone down. Cut back to another group. Sun's still, like, up in the sky. Like, what? When does the sun actually go down? <laughs> like, there's no continuity to your story here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, the characters are just horrible. They're not even really characters. There's just, like, this guy has a kid. That's a character. This guy, he's a science guy. That's a character. This guy used to be in the army, but now he's not. That's a character. This girl takes photographs. That's a character. <laughs> like, I mean, it sounds pretty solid right now. Yeah, it's a solid film. This one um, is sounds a like, 100 foot tall monkey. Yeah, that's, that's a, a character. character. It, sounds, it sounds like they're, they're covering all their bases. Yeah, like. they really are. They have all the different types, types of characters in here, so good on them. Um, but yeah, speaking of Kong... They have a guy whose parents were killed by monkeys, so now he hates monkeys yeah. with a great passion. I mean, and he... now Samuel L. Jackson hates King Kong in this movie. And, like, his reasoning is really dumb. Like, I understand, but then they tell him, Kong's pretty cool. And then he's like, no, I still hate him. They're like, well, he needs to survive, or else... No, Did I monkeys still kill hate his him. parents? No, the, the monkey, is that, is that, was the that it? I, th- I think that's the only explanation. Were there era. monkeys on like an airplane, and he was sick? I'm sick of those monkeys. Of these Monday to Friday monkeys. But he had glass bones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> glass bones. Um, no, uh, but yeah, we Samuel referenced Jackson. snakes on a plane. And, okay. Yeah, no, I I'm got. Making I, yeah, all the... I got what you're saying. Okay. Um, but yeah, Samuel Jackson again. He does all of these roles in his sleep, and he's at least competent in them, so it's just like, whatever. I'm always down for Samuel L. Jackson. But the, the best part, other than the color scheme, there are some pretty interesting death scenes that I'm like, this is pretty messed up for PG-13. Like, I would not have guessed you could get this past the censors, but apparently they did. And uh, one involving, like, a huge spider, which messed me up. I'm like, uh, giant spider's not a fan. And then there's one with, like, little pterodactyl creatures... Which I'm like, that is graphic. Like, it's like the one, I mean, it's not exactly like the one in Jurassic Park, but remember the one that it's like, this is the most horrifying death for a character ever? Like, not even a bad Jurassic character. Park or Jurassic, Jurassic World? Jurassic World, sorry, yeah. Um, where they pick up the assistant, and they're like messing with her in the air, and then they drop her into the water, and then they're like trying to drown her, and then like the giant thing comes up and eats her. I'm like, that wasn't even a character we hated. Why would you do that to her? That's horrifying. <laughs> like, they do that to like every character in this movie, essentially. Just like these horrific deaths, um, which is kind of interesting to watch, honestly. Um, but yeah, Kong Skull Island. Yeah. Um... And then I watched a bunch of TV. So, there's a new show. Guys, NBC is killing it lately. The Good Place, fantastic. One of the best new shows on television. Superstore, the newest episode, really good. It's really good now, guys. I don't believe you. I know, because you haven't watched it, and Aaron hasn't watched yes, it. Yes, I have. Either. Have you seen, I've seen all Superstore. the episodes? You got, dude. It's getting good. You gotta let yourself be enveloped by these characters. They're interesting characters, man. America wanna... Ferreira, oh. she's good. She's good in the show. Like really good. There's no. No, see, like, yeah, I've watched seasons one through four of Dexter. So meaning, like, finishing the show is gonna get me payoff, right? I'm not gonna watch like wrong. Start... Hey. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> 
emotional different. payoff just for finishing Wrong. it. Wrong. I think <laughs> just no. finishing it. The you're gonna though, wish you never finished. Is it. that Dexter gets worse the longer it goes on? As of right now, no, Superstore is getting better no. and better as it goes on. Like every episode, I'm like, this is an improvement. Like it's getting better. Like I don't know why, but something's happening, and uh, it's like not necessarily getting funnier. Even though there are still like really quite funny moments, I'm just in it for like the characters at this point. I'm like, these are interesting. I want to know. I want to know. Did they end up together? I don't know. Got some pretty interesting developments at the most recent episode. So I'm pretty interested. Uh, but yeah, that wasn't the show I wanted to start talking about. I wanted to start talking about Trial and Error. Um, the new show, new comedy on NBC, new mockumentary. You know, they were really missing one. They, <laughs> they're like, we had The Office. We had Parks and Rec. And we're, we're, we're lacking a mockumentary. Um, but this is filling that void for them. Um, and gotta say extremely strong first two episodes like some of the strongest first episodes of television i've seen in a while um like where even the good place it's like the first episode's okay the second episode's okay it's not really until you get to the part later in the season where like it starts getting to get like really morbid that's like this is a really funny show um but just right out the gate this show is really strong uh john lithgow i love that guy so much and he's really funny um everyone else though unknown really uh so it's it's interesting to see people that i've never actually seen before doing stuff although i think one of them does stuff i don't, I don't know I'll, I'll have to look it up but um one of the side characters uh yeah um one that i'm going to continue to keep watching uh extremely funny and also i, I was upset because I'm going to be lacking Andy Daly after uh, <laughs> review is done. But he's in Trial and Error, Aaron. Oh, man. And it is. He's just as funny there. I'm like, dude, Andy Daly, take me on a journey. I love you, man. Um, yeah, I mean, this is yeah. definitely a show that I'll check out at some point. Yeah. But I've also been cutting back on all the TV I've been watching. So yeah. I don't know if I could keep up with it. I'm saying this is one that I think you should, uh, should keep up on. But I'm I'm in the single digits for like the first time in years, Lacey. Single digits, like a a single digit number of TV shows I'm watching. It's 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 crazy. I don't I don't know what to do with all this time. Now here's the thing: this is only thirteen minutes or thirteen minutes, thirteen episodes. So it's a it's a rather short one. You can keep up on. Also, I don't know why I didn't recognize this this uh this actress, but she's been in a ton of stuff. (laughs) Jayma Mays. Um. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, Steven Boyer, that's the person who I didn't know about. Um, yeah, he's not really been in anything. Never mind. Um, but yeah, I, I highly recommend it. If you're a fan of The Office and Parks and Rec, it's the same kind of humor. Because uh, the whole show is about them investigating a murder case. So again, right on that dark humor nerve that I like to just hit that nerve. Um, yeah. And... Uh, that's all. That's all I've watched. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said you had watched a lot of TV. More than I ever watch. Wait, that was only three... Ep- what else did I watch? Nothing. Sounds like a good week. I guess not. I, it seemed like a lot more than I watched. Right. It was just that it was a new show, I think, so I was a little, little excited uh, to get on that. Guys, let's move on to the Netflix Book Club. Aaron. Take us mm-hmm. 
Uh, what? Am I? T- you always do the do Netflix I book do this? club. It, like literally, uh, I'll start every episode of this. You, you've, you've I'll start. This. I did not realize I have been doing that. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why. Well, well, all right, Aaron. Here, let, let me help you out. Right. All right. All right. Get him well, on let's talk. Let's tell the audience. Well, what's the name of the movie we watched this week? Yeah, Aaron. What was it? Oh, I gotta tell him. Aaron, yeah, he's I, helping you. He's not taking your job. He's helping oh, you. Oh, okay. I thought you. This I thought you were gonna blessing. take over us and you were gonna do this whole thing. <laughs> so uh, this week. So obviously this segment, we all mm-hmm. just pick a movie on Netflix, we all yeah. watch it together, and then we discuss it in depth with spoilers. Mm-hmm. So this week, as we announced last week, we watched Barton Fink. Barton Fink. I don't guess this means much to you. Hell yeah, I could tell you some stories. And that's the point, that we all have stories. Oh, Guys, hot take. I love the Coen brothers so much. I love the <laughs> Coen brothers, man. <laughs> like, when, when I saw uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, I was like, this might, they might be my Christopher Nolan. Like, Aaron's unconditional love for Christopher Nolan. I might have that for the he Coen does brothers. Make movies. Oh Brother Art Thou is like a weird, like, that's just a weird comedy. Like, yeah. things that just happen in that movie, it's just like, why... Well, and it's that it's that brand of comedy that I, I'm a huge fan of, and I think there is moments in this film that are that same kind of like absurd, like out of nowhere moments. But again, this is more of a, a almost like more in the thriller slash horror genre, which I would not have expected at all <laughs> from. The right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I the, there's I a. The, I was just gonna say there's a lot of big names in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like that, I wasn't expecting. I was like, oh, Steve Buscami, what you doing in here? How you doing, man? Shimmy, but yeah. Like, you do you. Uh, Dude, no matter how small your role or how big it is, it's I always weird. like to see It is you weird that like, he only shows up in, like, one scene and then the rest of it is, like, voice. Yeah. Voiceover, basically. And, like, over the phone and stuff. Yeah. And, and also, is, same thing with Pulp Fiction last week. He's in it for, like, exactly. a blink and you miss it. What's happening? Exactly. <laughs> Steve Buscemi, man. Started from the bottom, now he's here. At least somewhere, I don't know what he, he's doing. He, really. he just built. He just built. He's like, oh yeah, I've been in all these great movies. He's like, oh, you you had a big part. Oh, you know I did. <laughs> yeah. He's just Aaron, there. What, what were you saying you know? before we cut you off? Hmm. What were you saying yeah, before well, we that, cut you what off? Was I gonna say? Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna agree with you that I what I really loved about this film is I was not expecting it to be like that kind of horror genre. Like this yeah. is the Cohen's take on horror. Yeah. Because they've they've been in like. messing around with so many different genres Mm -hmm. over their filmography i didn't realize that they got like this into into like this kind of horror yeah before so i was i wasn't expecting that and i loved it it's weird there are a lot of puns and like just like yeah it's still very meanings and just like throughout the meaning you're like oh this means this and um also, same universe as oh caesar or or, or as hail caesar i almost said oh caesar where art thou (laughs) Is it the same universe? It's the same picture company, so I'm assuming. Okay, because I was when I was watching this, I was like, Capital Pictures. Did the, I really hope they connected the, those two films? Because it's like, if yeah. not, that was a missed opportunity. Because I mean, I'm I assuming... forgot to look. I forgot to look that up after the fact that if there was any connections between the two. But and I mean, I've seen Hail Caesar so many times now that as soon as I saw Capital Pictures, I was like, 
that's that's hail caesar <laughs> like that's that's what he works for um but yeah uh, let's get into like the major spoilery sections i guess guys right i mean that's what it's all about Is i'm gonna go on the record and say like the first half of this movie like it was a drag for me to get through like that's understandable because I, I want to say that, like nothing was like happening, but like it's I, like when you look back, slow. it's just a yeah, it's a slow. And then like when the <laughs> burn gets there, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it hits hard, man. It does it's hard, <laughs> and it's like but, legitimately like when you're watching it, you're not that terrified. But when you think of what happens in that final, those final few moments, like th- it's so messed up. Like, everything in it, where he's just screaming, like, I'll show you the mind, or what was it? Oh, gosh, now i got to find the actual quote. But anyway, it, there's some messed up stuff that happens in the end. Um, we'll continue. Don't, don't wait on me here. <laughs> i got to find it. Would you, were you saying something more, David, or? Well, oh, goodness. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so the first half of the movie, I was just like, uh, like, come on. Like, I, because I, I didn't know what to expect if this was supposed to be a drama, because I, I was like dreading it. I'm like, this is the entire movie, then, like, it's going to kill me. Because, like, there was, there was a lot of interesting um, shots that focused on, like, water and, like, the piping and, like, that. Like, because, like, the, obviously the opposite of a fire is water. So, like, they really chose to, like, balance that throughout the um uh movie also thought it was real funny when he uh, has sex with that one with what's his face his wife that they went and they like zoomed in on like his foot because i guess like i looked that up i'm like why is like like why was that and i guess it's like a an old nod to like back in the old days in movies like to like oh, what, yeah. when a man was having like sex like he had to keep one foot on like like the floor or something. It was like a, a weird joke. I was like, oh, well, at least I can get this oddly shot foot scene. Like, <laughs> I can understand it now. Like, thank you, Internet. Like, good for you. Yep. Aaron, you got anything to say? Well, I just want to I real mean, quick say the quote is, look upon me. I'll show you the life of the mind. Like, a really horrifying thing to say when you're chasing someone with a shotgun. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely want to talk about uh, John Goodman's performance yeah. because that that was probably my favorite element of this entire film. Just like I was, was like the one the one part where like uh, they're talking about he's trying to get help. Uh, Barton's trying to get help with his script, and he's like trying to understand wrestling. And like John Goodman just like gets yeah. down on the ground. He's just like, come oh, on, yeah. come on, come on. The little glint. <laughs> yeah, when that, ha- when that happened, I was like, horrifying. oh God. Like, what, I was just cracking had... up because his performance, <laughs> he's just like. <laughs> my, my, I think one above that, it's like, oh, what did you, uh, I, what was the name? It wasn't like Charlie or something like that. What was John Goodman's like name? Character's Charlie, name? Charlie. Charlie, I was right, yeah. So they're like, yeah, like, what do you do with like Charlie's like, no, nothing. We just wrestled. And then, like, oh, both the like, cops just looked at like, you're just, you no, just no, disgusting. I have the He's quote like, here, too. No, <laughs> so no. I was just looking at that. I wanted to bring that up. It's the, they're just like, do you two have some sick sex thing? Sex? He's a man. We wrestled. And then they're like, they just look at him. And it's like, oh, the 40s were messed up, man. <laughs> like, they, they would, like, accuse him of that as if it's, like, this sin or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, they also have that part where, like, they confront him in the lobby and they, like, 
like say uh, like Barton yeah. Fink, like that's a Jewish name or something. Yeah. Like I didn't, I forget what the line was exactly, but um, something to the effect of like they don't have a restriction here or something. Yeah, something like that. So it's like very weird that they're like these fascist detectives, even though it's like Hollywood, but mm-hmm. but it's not. It's hell, dude. It- the moment where I'm like, what is happening? And no, most people would be like, it's when the walls catch fire or whatever. My moment was when he puts the shotgun to the guy's head and goes, hail Hitler, and then blows it up. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what's happening? Now I'm completely confused. And then I thought, like, maybe they're going, like, with John Goodman's The Devil or something. I didn't know what they were going with there, but... It's uh, it's trippy. Like we've watched a lot of trippy movies during this uh, thing. <laughs> true, true. But this one, how many stars on Netflix did this have? I think it had, like four at least, didn't it? I don't. Know. I mean, for my like, because like they they tune it to each person, each account. Yeah. They, or at least that's the one they display more prominently. And for me, it was like five stars. I'd probably give it like four, but. Yeah, because I don't yes, think it was like, one of the was... Coen Brothers' best. No, for sure. no, 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 no. It definitely because, like, I guess I I read that they wrote this script in like three weeks while they were like trying to figure out a different film. While they had so writer's like, block. <laughs> exactly, exactly, kind of meta commentary in a sense. So I, I, it definitely does feel like just something they would like crank out, and the, and the fact that it turned out so great. Mm-hmm. With them just cranking it out like that, it's a testament to their genius. But at the same time, I don't think it's one of their best films. No. And I mean, I haven't seen everything they've made yet and, either. I'm yeah, and you out. haven't even seen like Fargo or I haven't Big Lebowski, right? I like, are good. <laughs> so I've, I've seen very few, but uh, we'll get to those because they are on the list. So. so tell me about that wallpaper. What is that? What's the wallpaper, man? You just keep soaking and the, no. the ear. Because, like, the ear infection when you know because you know when john goodman was like oh, i got put cotton in my ears like you know because like the, the ooze and they get infected and stuff but then mm-hmm. um barton fink later like when he's typing he's got cotton in his ears i was like crap are they the same person like you know is it just like two alter egos going back and forth you do have and, to wonder like who is real and like who is he possibly like imagining you know like yeah. maybe he's just like so cooped up in this small hotel room like trying desperately to come up with a story that he's just creating these stories around him kind of thing maybe so like maybe none of these characters exist at all right and like my question the whole uh, dancing scene yeah oh like those are the best best dance moves i've ever seen but (laughs) why did we need to see why did we need this scene in the movie that's when he my question i think that's like when you realize he's lost his mind like he's insane um, he's just looking at him. I'm a writer. This is my uniform. This is how I serve my country. And then they just punch him out. It's like, whoa, dude. He's, uh. And I think it's funny. It's an interesting. Uh, I don't want to. I don't. I'm not gonna name names, but it, it's an interesting uh, look at pretentious writers. But yeah, it's, it's an interesting commentary on how pretentious he is and uh, just how self-involved he is. Because there's like. Just that great moment where he's talking to him and he's like, I was going through something and you called and complained. And he's like, and he's like, well, and you don't listen. That's why you don't listen. And that's one of the things I was noticing, too, as I was watching it. 
I'm like, man, like, how is Charlie so cool with this guy just, like, completely steamrolling this conversation? <laughs> like, every time he would try to talk, he'd be like, oh, and he's, like, screaming and getting into everything. I don't know. So, uh, and then, what's in the box? It's obvious. What is in the box? It's obviously it's like head, the It's right? like the suitcase from Pulp Fiction all over. I know, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought about, and I was like... <laughs> I was I can't say it on the podcast. Right. I was like, <laughs> we we need we need a film that shows us what's in the box. We need yeah. to watch seven. Yeah, I they we need we should you, watch seven. Like I I know you that. guys would understand that reference. <laughs> no, I mean I know the scene, but like they don't actually I, show you what's in it, do you? You just assume. They, well, they they tell you right, so it's a little different. But they tell you what's in the box. It, it's right? Yeah, it's and that, that whole. <laughs> <laughs> that whole, the way that they ended the movie felt. What? what I don't know happening? if I, like, <laughs> I don't know if I was like satisfied like with the ending, but like it was like because you know he's on the beach and then he sits down with just whatever this box is because John Goodman's like yeah by the way it's not mine it's yours and you're like assuming oh crap like is it the head of the girl that like I woke up and was like dead in my bed or is it just like. You know what I mean? You're you're you're, in, you're thinking this could be like an infinite yeah. amount of things. Maybe it's like uh, the, the, the box from Mulholland Drive, and you gotta put the key in it, and then yeah. you get an extra half hour of film with completely different characters. And... Ooh ooh um ooh uh how do we tie this into Glen Carey Glen Ross? <laughs> <laughs> it's the leads. What are them? It's salesman. the leads. Yeah, it's the leads. Um, no, I think it's interesting to maybe think that maybe Charlie isn't even real, because you know every time he goes out. That you never see inside his room because he wouldn't be able to get inside of his room because he's not actually talking to anyone from inside that room. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, it's an interesting way to look at it. Um, and then, then he's on the beach and he, he sees the girls like, you do film, right? And she, she's just like, no. No, it's, no, it's it, the, the phrasing is important. You should be. You should be are, are you in pictures? Yeah. Because the pictures is important because obviously then she ends up in the same pose as the girl on the picture frame that he has over his desk. And then the bird drops dead into the ocean. (laughs) Apparently, that's not even, they just were filming and that happened. And they're like, well, we got to keep this shot no matter what now. A bird just died. (laughs) Like, okay. That's what I thought at first, but I was like, no, it's just diving to get fish. Birds do that. Are fish that shallow in the ocean? Like that's pretty not very deep. Like I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know a lot about fish culture. <laughs> but um, no, I, I'm. But I I do know a little uh, pigeon. Let me see if I could try to communicate. A little <laughs> pigeon. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Reference. Reference. Write it down. You um, got you got marked on your list, David. You got your list with you. He doesn't. Um, but yeah, uh, I I still enjoyed this film greatly sure i'll watch it again this is the thing man i am so deep in the coen brother hole where like everything i see from them I'm like this is just and you still oh, haven't was... watched, their, haven't best watched films. their best work Although... have you seen uh no country for old men no it's on the list though you haven't seen any of their best films that's, that's what leads. i am saying the leads. dude when we get to that I am probably going to lose my mind on the miniseries or whatever because I'm going to be like, this week we're watching uh, The Big Lebowski. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> this week we're watching Fargo. Oh, my God. <laughs> this week we're watching No Country for Old Men. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah. I enjoy I, – I did end up enjoying this movie because I just like 
the way it decided to turn. Yeah, the turn is great. And um, one shot, well, when John Goodman's like, it's because you don't listen, and then all of a sudden the pus just visibly comes out of his ear. Yeah. That was just, I was just like, ooh, like, I don't even know what this is supposed to mean, but I'm like, like a little weirded out. So, yeah. What happened to the body? I mean, that's another question. <laughs> John, he just walks out. He's like, I'll take care of it. I believe you. I believe you. Yeah, because he's the one who freaking did it. <laughs> or um, did he? Yeah, he definitely did. Come on. He's crazy. He's crazy, uh, whatever. I don't know. What he's not real. Crazy. But if he's not real, then he couldn't have done it. That's a good point. But also, then it would have never happened in the first place. So. Also, the I, we haven't even mentioned, but like the studio exec, um, Lip, Lipkin or something like that. Just Kiss my foot. What a Kiss great... My performance like it's just like he's he's funny but also like horrible and also it's just the part where you think he's about to just cuss out uh barton fink and then he just he's talking to lou or whatever <laughs> like kiss his shoe kiss his shoe or whatever it's just and then he ends up getting on the ground and doing it it's like what is happening um but yeah also one oh sorry continue one sad thing is like because he wanted a wrestling movie and then Martin Fink comes back with like a movie where like guys like wrestling with what was it with like a movie. Oh, like, yeah, like, audiences don't want someone wrestling with their own soul or something. Like, and I was like, oh, this could have been a good. I was like, this could have been a good movie. Did like, you catch this? I looked it up, so this is not me actually catching this. This is me just reading facts about the movie. Um, but the play at the very beginning ends in the exact same way as his movie does, with the exact same lines. So it's like. <laughs> He just wrote the same thing, but with a wrestler, and then like turned it in. Like, and he's like, "This is some of the best work I've ever done. It's crazy." Like, that's where you also realize he's going crazy because he literally wrote the same thing, just with a wrestler. Well, well I mean, like as soon as he starts the screenplay, and he brings in like the fishmongers yeah, the again. Fishmongers. You're just like, this guy only has one story. Yeah, <laughs> which is also like, as someone who's interested in writing for a living it's just like this is kind of a movie that's terrifying like writer's block is terrifying <laughs> like but it's kind of got to work through it man um turned to alcoholism yeah turned to alcohol and- that's that's what they always say um that helps what is he what's the scene he's like i've always found that alcohol hurts my writing <laughs> the old we haven't even mentioned this movie is just very strange so thanks for watching it with us um I still think he's in hell. He's on the sixth floor. Yeah, think they about say it. six three times in the elevator. Six, six, six. And then there's the scene where he's in the he's in the elevator. He's like, "You ever read the Bible? The what? Like the Holy Bible? Yeah, the Bible. <laughs> eh, maybe heard about it once or whatever. It's like, oh, come on, like." At, even if you don't believe it, you've at least read, like, lines from the Bible. <laughs> so, like, you know what the Bible is. So it's, like, obviously something else is going on here. But I'm just interested in the end of that movie. That's where that's where I land on my what is this movie. Um, what does that final shot mean that he's living in his picture now? Uh, it's weird. Guys. I, I don't know if I have an answer for you. I don't know that they even have an answer for us it's the uh it's the the donnie darko director dilemma all over again but they know what they're doing obviously and they've made quite the career for themselves 
By the way, I only have the director's cut of Donnie Darko. Yeah, it's only I found one the disc. other one. <laughs> I found the other one in my. Uh, I have like a stack of discs that I just forget to put back in their cases. And you have it? Okay, yeah, good. I have it, so I'll lend it to you. Because um, right, I don't want because I can't watch the director's cut. Yeah, no, you can't. I just you found that today. So I'm glad I okay. glad we got to that. Guys, let's move on to the. Oh, we didn't. We no, we need to tell them what we're watching next. Oh week. God, we didn't even come up with what we we're gonna watch next week. Okay, wait, guys. Yeah. Because I looked this up. Mm -hmm. They are actually adding Who Framed Roger Rabbit back to Netflix this week. Oh, okay. But they're not adding it till Friday. Oh, So I'm not sure if you guys want to do it for the next one or the one after that. I watch it on Sunday anyway, so we can do it. I watch it on Sunday, so that's really what you want to watch. All right. All right. We can do that one, then. Let's do it. How long is it? I'm sure it's like an hour I'm not sure. Probably. All right. Well, who framed Roger Rabbit, guys? Next week, we're gonna come at it. Pro most of you have probably already seen this. This is a very beloved movie. Uh, I haven't. David so. and I have not. So, guys, let's move on. It's like uh, it's like an hour and forty minutes, dude. Oh, it's not that bad. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's, we're still moving on <laughs> to the bad movie of the week. Oh my god! I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, give me my ball. Carpet day! Huh? No! Aaron, you said you had two earlier, but what is the one you've settled on for this week? Okay, yeah, I'm just going to go with the one that I was going to bring up last week okay. before we cut the episode short. Right. Because this this is one that is kind of connected to what we were talking about last week, but we all, you also brought it back this week. Is it Kong? It's not Kong. It's, re it, 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 it's related to Beauty and the Beast. Oh, in a okay. Sense. All right. But we're going to talk about a different remake. One that was even more useless than the Beauty and the Beast remake. The 1991 version. The 1990s version of Psycho. <laughs> oh, okay. We're talking about the 90 version of Psycho. I thought we were talking about a Beauty and the Beast. Okay, we're talking about... We're talking about a shot-for-shot shot remake of Psycho. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've not seen it, but I've seen the original, and it's the same movie. Have you seen, like, clips from it, though? Like, online? No, I've refused. Oh, my God. You, you gotta look it up at some uh, point. We will after the podcast. Especially but... the, the one part. You know the scene in the original where... Uh, Marion, like, first comes into the motel and, like, she sits down with Norman Bates in the motel office or whatever. Yeah. And he just, like, talks about his mother. Mm -hmm. And he's just, like, talking about, like, his stuffed birds and, like, how he doesn't want to institutionalize his mother and all that. Mm -hmm. You gotta watch Vince Vaughn's version of this. It's oh, so God. bad. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's basically what this movie... It's the same movie. But everything, all the actors are just, like, so bad in this. <laughs> like, who thought it was a good idea to cast Vince Vaughn As in this role? <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't know. That's a... I mean, when you think of, like, great horror villains, I don't think ever that, that uh, Vince Vaughn should ever come to mind. Ever. I think... What? Are you saying something to her? Yeah, sorry. 
think you're wrong. The fact that you can't imagine Vince Vaughn as a horror character just shows that your mind is not fully open to his (laughs) acting potential. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've seen his his acting in quotation marks for Psycho here. (laughs) Uh, But it's like, also, what can you do, really? Like... You're you you're already in a losing position. You are in a place where this film is iconic. It's an iconic film, and you're hailed as one of the greatest films of all time, yeah. and you're rightfully asked so to do it again, and not change a single thing about it. Yeah. Well, not like they, there's like minor differences here and there, but mm-hmm. it's essentially the same movie, repeating the same camera movements the same editing they're even mimicking like 60s movie style techniques instead of updating them for modern times and everything right it's like what is the point of doing this to go from goodwill hunting to this man was it the same director yeah it's the same director (laughs) like and i've read read his quote because they didn't have ben affleck yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Ben, that's the problem. Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck is Norman Bates. Dude, that actually might have worked. I mean, it wouldn't be good, but that's way better than Vince Vaughn. <laughs> True. Yeah. But uh, I just remember reading his quote about why he did it. He's like, "So no one else has to." Like what? <laughs> like no, no one else would have like done shot for shot. Maybe they'd remake it, but not a shot for shot, man. Right. I mean, like Bates Motel, obviously in season five is remaking it in a sense but they're also changing enough because like they're stretching it out to 10 episodes they obviously mm-hmm. obviously the twist everyone who's watched Bates Motel the tv show knows the twist already they don't mm-hmm. need to disguise it right because that's what the whole show has been about so <laughs> yeah but but like doing a shot for shot remake it's it's the movie still holds up yeah. perfectly well. That's the thing. It's still just as effective as it was back then. I'm sure. I mean, I wasn't alive in the '60s, but also watching it, I'm like, it's still pretty spooky. And it's it's like you can't even claim it's like, oh, we wanted to get it in color. It's like because Hitchcock had the ability to do it in color. Yeah. He didn't he want to. color. Yeah, because Rear Window, a film made six years earlier, <laughs> in color, so. Come on, guys. Uh, all right, is that all we got for I mean, Psycho? I mean, it's 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 well. I mean, I know you're infuriated point. at Beauty and the Beast. I am. But I'm less infuriated this, about. At this. least that was like animated to live action. That's yeah. something. You no, got something think, there. That's a better. That's a better movement. But I'm less infuriated. Do we, do we figure one? out if there's the scene where the cupboard just crushes or the wardrobe just crushes? I didn't, the I didn't hear beast. about that yet. No, I'm not sure if that happens. But again, if it's in it, I'll go see it. But no confirmation yet. Pixar didn't happen. Um, but yeah, I'm less infuriated about Psycho because every day I forget it exists. So, <laughs> like, the thing with Beauty and the Beast right now is everyone's posting on Facebook, oh my gosh, so good. I'm like, no, shut up. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, everyone. Like, if you. I did, see a, I did see a post that made me laugh. And it's like. Um... It's battle dancing with the beast, and you know they're talking. It's like, oh, you have anger management problems. You're an animal. You're like an awful person. But you're six five. Oh, you're six five. Hi, I'm Bell. 
Like, like just because he's tall, she wants to be with him. Because no, I, I, I don't know. I thought it was funny. No, that's all right. I was it, like, it's, yeah. it's like the in the uh, the honest trailer or whatever they say something to the effect of like Gaston and the Beast are the same exact character. And when you think about it, it's like, yeah, they they really are. They're the exact same character. <laughs> but but the thing is. But- the beast doesn't have a gay care. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's attracted to him. Only, only true fans. <laughs> no, no. I. It, to be clear, if you have a problem with that, back off. <laughs> In my <laughs> honest opinion, wow. back. Well, off, I mean, obviously, man. their boycott did, did nothing. Did so much damage. Yeah, you know, like, one, bo- once again, you you, you really real dug reason. into that box office. There worked worked with Star Wars. Worked yep. with uh, dump Star Wars. What was the Wars. other one they were what boycotting? What a joke! What a joke! Dump Star Wars. What? Star Wars had gay characters. No, no, they were dumb no, they cause... were boycotting because it, it had a female protagonist. No, no, that's not why. They... Oh, I thought we were talking about and the Black Stormtrooper. I thought both we were of talking them. about Rogue One. Where they, like, someone, oh, and Rogue One. Someone lied to them and told them that they said something about Trump at the end of Rogue One. Why that's, would they ever do that? That's what the and second were, one was. It was yeah. the other Star Wars yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. So, good good protesting, guys. You're really... And Hamilton. Remember when that happened? <laughs> one of the most celebrated and, musicals and Remember when they were protesting Starbucks by buying Starbucks? Do you guys, yes. you guys remember that? I don't remember that one. Yes. You have to inform me about that one later. Guys, let's move yep. on. To the fault yes, in your stars. Oh, okay. I don't even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to bug me if I don't. That's fine. I get that. But you're wrong and I hate you. This is, of course, the game where we uh, we find a review on Flickster. Uh, a bad review for a good movie or a good review for a bad movie. We read it. We take out the spoilery. Not spoilery, but we take out the uh, bits that would give it away. We try. The other two try and figure out what the movie is. Uh, this time, David, you've got the movie. What is the review? Oh, excuse not... me. I thought you were going to say, what is the movie? I was about well, to be like, yeah, I say that every other week. This time I finally get it right, and everyone expects me to get it wrong again. Uh, what do we so, get? This is a two-star movie. Two stars. But I am a five-star man, a everyone. Five-star. Just remember that. <laughs> okay. So, all right, ready? Yeah. So this movie shows potential until the ending of the movie. At a very specific moment, the director loses control of the film. Mm. As the movie derails into loud, annoying, over-the-top action, it loses any substance it may have earned. The film demonstrates a complete lack of the respect that the director has for his audience. He expects people to enjoy gratuitous violence without any remote meaning. And sadly, looking at the success of the film, he's right. Now... It's not fair to say the whole movie was bad while this movie, no, while the character himself was boring and flat, the actor was a joy to watch. But it was a different actor, like, so, like, he's talking about, like, a different character in the movie now, who who completely stole the show from the moment he was on screen. Great acting that fit the movie absolutely perfectly and created the best character in the film by far. Everyone else in the film was completely forgettable. And as to this other actor, I was just confused. There were no explanations, no meaning, and nothing to take away from his character. The only reason this film even deserves two stars is the fun, adventurous first three quarters of the movie. What 
could have been a four-star Western was wasted with the boring, meaningless violence if Westerns want to be taken. Seriously, it has to be done better than this. Also, yeah. did I mention they put rap in it? Rap in a Western? Abysmal. Excuse me. Excuse me, what? <laughs> I was on the Western train until the rap part. Now I'm befuddled, to be honest. This cannot be Wild Wild West, can it? Mm. I'm guessing. Why would it be Wild Wild West? Well, I'm like, it's a bad movie, but like, there's a rap in Wild Wild West. I turned off my video so you guys can't see my face. Facial clues. Oh, you are horrible. (laughs) Um, Oh my god. Alright, so what's a western with rap in it, I guess? Let's. Because I was almost thinking, like, when you brought up what I thought it was almost going to end up being Logan, but was there really rap in Logan? Like, are, are they counting Logan as a western here? Just exclusively as a western? Because it's pretty much a western. But I don't know if there was rap in it. Logan makes sense, but I don't know that there was any rap either. You want to just go do, with Logan? What about the Magnificent Seven remake? There's no rap. Didn't that do, use, like, do, 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 do. But didn't they use like Kanye in like, the trailer or something? They did, but it's not in the actual movie. They might count it. I don't know. That's a really dumb way to do things. <laughs> Let me base this movie's my opinion on this movie off of the trailer. Well, that's what we do every day in movies. <laughs> um, I mean, let's just say Logan, and if we're wrong, then we'll ask for like the lead actor, I guess, if you want. Sure. All right. Is it Logan? It is not Logan. Okay. Who's the lead actor? All right. I'm looking. Rap, 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 rap in a western. Django Unchained. Uh huh. Aaron Nan. I always forget that movie exists too. It is Django Unchained. Well, I'm just glad it's not wild. I should have thought of that sooner, but I don't know. Is there? Yeah, I'm surprised you guys didn't get it. There's not rap in Django Unchained, is there? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, oh yeah, you haven't seen it. It's yet. on the list. <laughs> I, I know. As I've said last I, the week, leads. I've, yeah, the leads. <laughs> it's uh, as I said last week, I've only ever seen Pulp Fiction from uh, Quentin Tarantino. So we'll get there. Well, guys, that's a nice tease. We it's... didn't tease it last week, Aaron. Do you want to? As we're closing out the show. Tease what? Oh, the the miniseries. Miniseries. Oh, do you want me to do it? Yeah, it's your, you're the one hosting oh. it. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, you guys might have noticed that last week we posted the first episode of a new mini-series. Like, we did the Best Picture recap, and mm-hmm. now we're just going to continue doing, like, a mini-podcast earlier in the week. little appetizer kind of thing, but also quite substantial discussion of particular films. So basically, we're running through the list of films that I made for Lacey to watch. And Lacey and I are just going to be you know, watching these films and, and discussing and them in depth. So, last nice. week we talked about Donnie Darko. Uh, this week was All the President's Men. Mm-hmm. And then the week after that... Did David. you announce this to David yet? We haven't. We've got to we gotta get on, in on this with us, David. 
We're going to be doing... next week, Lacey wants to watch Perks of Being a Wallflower. Being a wallflower. <sighs> so you should join so us. We, you might need, join us. We, not, we might need to bring David in on yeah, this one. Yeah, we definitely one. need to. Because I want to know his. Because this is, of course, one of his favorite movies of all time. Do you want Do you want to borrow it? Yeah, I would love to, actually. Because I was just going to rent it. But if I can watch it for free. Blu-ray? Yes. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely borrow it. Do you it. think I'm a peasant? Yeah, I, I'm yes. a peasant. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite movie, not on Blu-ray. Are you? Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Sorry oh. to all the peasants who don't have Blu-ray players. <laughs> sorry to all you peasants out there. Uh, no, yeah, so definitely join us for that. It's going to be a 100-week journey. So join us. Uh, we're going to get to some fun ones. Of course, uh, I will be posting the list on the Twitter page. Um, so you can you can leads. watch them at the leads. Yeah, you can watch them with us or ahead of time and then uh, jump in on the conversation with us. Uh, but can't wait to get to rubber. That, that the leads is going to be like forever like intertwined with the list like anything since the first movie that we watched it's forever going to be just like in this podcast now now we have two podcasts or two podcasts two hashtags we have hashtag way too relevant and hashtag the leads (laughs) so we're we're getting in there hashtag those if you watch the show i'll maybe look for them but i'm sure if we watch or i'm sure if i hashtag uh the leads i'm sure there will be tons of other things that show up it's very innocuous statement guys this has been episode 44 of reboot already underway uh guys thank you for listening uh if you want to find us around the internet you can find aaron at little flame dude on twitter and this clever blog name is already taken on tumblr working on anything you excited you gonna be posting some stuff or uh not really gonna have anything coming down the pipeline really can yet and that's that was a weird way of saying that uh (laughs) nothing in the can aaron <laughs> I don't know. You, got, you need a can opener? I don't know. If you want to find David around the internet, you can find him at dbex15 on Twitter. That's two S's, dbex15. And if you want to find me, mm-hmm. Jacob Lacey, around the internet, you can find me at uh, Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr. And yeah, I'll be posting a review for maybe the Belko experiment. I'm seeing that on Wednesday. Uh, so that, that should be out by the time this episode is out. So, guys. If you want to find the podcast you can of course always find us at reboot already on on twitter uh, of course soundcloud and itunes and as i said on the earlier podcast so if you've been listening if you listen to the all the president's men podcast you heard i'm working on spotify and also google play or whatever their services um, I hear most of our uh, listeners actually use google play or, or want to use google play so we, we need to hop that? on that who told you this because is this a real thing or no? We'll have to find out next we'll week. We'll have to find Goodbye, out. That's the, that's the that's the guys. Join us next week as we talk about who framed Roger Rabbit and the Bye Bye Man. Yep, there we go. Thanks, guys. Also, oh, God, also that's our other hashtag, the Bye Bye Man. It's not ours, but we're gonna take it. <laughs> we're gonna take it over. No. All right, catch you guys later. Have a great day, and we'll see you all next.